How are we doing? Welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar. That is me, is me, that is. Um, today we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking <laughs> oh, about stuff. Today's uh, topic is, let's say, styles of music, genres or movements that we just wish didn't, or we don't like. Yeah. I, won't, I don't want to say wish didn't exist because that comes into it, whether we... Some of them have uh, had knock-on effects that we unfortunately needed this disgracefully moss-covered stepping stone to uh, get yeah, to this the next isn't, good bit. This isn't quite abominations. It's not... No, it's an entire genre that we look at and go, I can do without that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go near any of these genres. Not in a million years, no. But Not even but, once. But there's a few of them I will say I would literally press the fucking delete button on. Entire catalogue gone. Quite possibly. And I would enjoy pressing that button. It's... um. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you hear a song, because this isn't necessarily about songs. We have picked examples of songs within yeah. these styles of music or genres or whatever. And um, you hear it and you go like, fucking hell, like, is that really a thing? And then for a podcast like this, you go looking and you go, fucking hell, there's there's loads of it. Yeah. Like, it's a thing that actually exists in the world. We might play we might play some of the examples. Yeah, we might do a few little snippets, I think. Because uh, just... To save you going through this playlist, which I simply just wouldn't do, it's it's it, it plays like an abominations playlist. But to be honest with you, it's, worse. it's more the genres. It's worse, it's I think it's worse than abominations. Do you? Because they, these have no like abominations are terrible for their own sake. You but know they I mean? also come from a pretty decent genres. Sometimes could be rock, sometimes could, could be a uh, pop. These are just genres or movements or times of history that need to be deleted. Yeah. Oh, I, I personally think it's pain. The fucking pain. <laughs> it's called The Things That Should Not Be, yeah. is the name of the podcast. And we honestly do think that these shouldn't fucking be. Yeah. There's a couple of times it's helped create a different style that went on to be alright. Yeah. Also, there's a few here that I don't really hate that much. Yeah, that, I mean, the stuff here that, like, I don't hate it. I just think it's shy. And, I, I, like, the world would be fine without or it. Or pointless. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think if it was gone, probably nothing. Like you're, some of the things are like the things you find on wish.com like I don't hate whatever that yeah. is but that's pointless yeah but I kind of would like a like sequent face dildo yeah to hang it on a wall but I'm never going to use it you might use it I wouldn't no, no. a Halloween get that coronavirus off wish with man fucking I'm, yeah. I'm not getting I'm not buying it I'm trying it for a while that's racist it. no it's not that's where it's from that's racist I was here now as well apparently it's racist it's two hours to say anything to do with China as an entire country I love China all the cheap fucking clobber yeah but you can't say China you have to say some of the people in China bollocks I'm not having that I got in trouble you got you did get in trouble <laughs> for once it was I you I don't fucking uh, it was you it was me for a change it was you I don't take back anything I said no fucking put it out into the ether and yeah. let the fucking ether deal with it China has a weird relationship with fucking dirty food and I'm sorry yeah uh, there it also has some incredible food that I absolutely love but unfortunately there's just things that need to be done in that country with legislation fucking tighten that shit up sorry <laughs> you can't say that you absolutely can fucking say that and oh, I just did you absolutely can right let's do this let's who's your first what's your first uh, my first <laughs> pick of style of music yeah is actually a genre yeah and it's called uh, it kind of has two names uh, the, the most well-known one would be Electro Swing. Yeah, that's cancer. Yeah, it also is, it's also known as Swing House Music. Oh. So we picked Caravan Palace. Uh, you know, before you go into Caravan Palace, I actually got sent them by Johnny, who was on the podcast. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about them. So the first song I played wasn't Electro Swing at all. It was almost indie synth pop. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's the, great. The big one, that's why I didn't pick it. The big one doesn't sound like the rest sounds of the great. stuff. Sounds great. Yeah, it doesn't it's sound like the rest of the stuff. Song. 
I'm beginning with B anyway. So, and then uh, this one, then then I started listening tomorrow. I was like, oh, you know, that's, oh, I can't do that. Full, that. full blown AIDS and audio. No. This is um, a song is called Jolie Coquine or Coquine. I don't know. Of course, that's a French swing. Of course, because yeah, they're French. Oh, they are. They are from. Oh, to be fair, they're fair from enough. Paris. All right. right I'll let um, them away this time. The the story behind this band is ten times more interesting than the music. Like, um. So, oh, Jesus Christ. So, like, electro swing kind of is this weird mashup of swing music, jazz, house, hip hop, EDM. It's, it's just a melting pot. But normally. <laughs> but none of those genres are particularly good. Like, it just. It just electro The, the good. sum of its fucking parts. Like, it's. Normally, electro swing bands are, are, are like a real band. Right, so they'll have like trumpets and they'll have real instruments, and then they'll is have a he, couple of DJs. I hate swing music. I hate oh, it's it. garbage. It's dancehall, Gar- fucking that shit. Fucking garbage. Bit, a bit of jazz. It's dancey it's jazz. Painful, and I hate it. Painful music. So, um, painful. But normally, this electro swing is a real band with DJs and kind of synth people, and I was kind of show you. I might play a bit of this. <laughs> I'm curious now myself. Yeah, play it. I hate to start instantly. I just hate it already. Instantly. No, that just sounds like normal. That's something you're hearing like Bioshock, and yeah. that's fine. Shitty 20s music. It's gonna get real we'll grim now in a minute. Like. I'd lose my fucking mind listening to that. But they have, I, they, honestly, I listened to a couple of tracks, they've got some different stuff that's not that. That, that genre that you're just talking about right there. Yeah. Not good. Like, this, that, this. <laughs> fucking, this is actually haunting me, right? Now, the reason I even know about this group is because. Very recently, that band played in the venue across the road from where I work. So, I I had to experience their fans and a little bit of their music. So, <laughs> now, what this sounds like <laughs> to me... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, they formed around 2008. But to me, what this music sounds like... This sounds like what people in the 90s thought music in the future was going to sound like. Yeah. A bit right. of retro and a bit like, futuristic. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like old, but there's like oomph, oomph, oomph behind yeah. it, right? That's to me what it sounds like. The story of how this band came to be is actually quite interesting. So there was, uh, I think, uh, two people, maybe three, that met each other. That's how they were friends. And they were interested in the, the melding of older genre music with a little bit of kind of electro. So, again, that sounds kind of interesting to me. But they got hired by a company to do a soundtrack for a silent porno movie. Weird. Yeah. What? It'd be very fast-paced. I have no idea. But I don't think it, 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 it was quite like this Caravan Palace thing. But yeah, that's what it more evolved bah, into. Bah, bah, yeah. It could have been anything. But they were hired to make the soundtrack for a silent porn movie. Now, I don't know if they did, if it, if it worked out in the end. I think it did, but I'm not sure. But eventually... They decided to turn this into a real thing. So they went on the MySpace and they advertised for musicians. They found a couple of other people. And this is how Caravan Palace are, are born. Yeah. So uh, this kind of came out of the, the early 90s. Um, the early 90s had a thing called New Disco, which is when people start rediscovering 70s American disco music. Yeah. And they start kind of synthing it up and making it a little bit Better more electronic. To produce production. Yeah. Exactly. They start bringing it up. Like, this is essentially kind of entry-level dance music. This, like when you hear this song on the playlist, you, you'll understand what I'm trying to explain. That This sounds like music for people who aren't into music. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like Everybody knows that... Wah, 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 that kind of swingy big band. Yeah. They know yeah. all that big band sound. So you throw a fucking... Like an electronic beat behind it and a bit of scatting. Right? Garbage. And all of a sudden, every fucking mutant who has no interest in music is like, man, that's fucking unreal. That's great. But, uh, it's too so, it's so busy. 
It, there's a lot going on. It's so, so irritating. It, this is essentially uh, cosplay music. So yes, everybody dresses up music. and they go. Of course, it's probably steampunky as yes, well. Yes, very it? much. Of course, it is. Of very course, much. it's steampunky. Yeah, um, the <gasps> Im- influenced highly by Django Reinhardt, which it's not at all. Couldn't be. It's not like there's definitely Django has some swing stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's there's none of that gypsy jazz element that I hear. Yeah, uh, not really. Anyway, um, it just sounds like it's uh, like you've got that kind of shuffly guitar, which is painful. Just like washboard guitar, you've got the <laughs> scatting that fucking skidding up, needing up, fucking. I'd love to know. I'd love to ask someone who is genuinely into this music. How many songs of this can you listen to in a row? And be honest, they play for two and a half hours across. Fuck the road. that. Yeah, two and a half hours. Now, Fuck what that. I will say is that this band have a really strange following. Um, it seems to be kind of nineties um, club heads. So well, most not actual nineties club heads because yeah. they're all. In their 40s, oh, they, yeah, with exactly. Driving taxis, they're back. Kids and they are back, right? They are actually back. For, to for happy Mondays time. gigs, yeah. and stuff. Oh, there's actually oh, weird. Oh, because the kids are growing up now. Could be, but there's a there's a weird resurgence with um, kind of this '90s thing where I'm starting to see people dressing like Kevin and Perry again, where they're wearing like forty, oh, of course, yeah, like forty uh, fisherman hats and yeah, like I've seen those hats come back. That that we're like um, house music met rock. You know, like, like yeah. I said, the Happy Mondays, the Stone Roses. Or, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's the same thing. But what I'm seeing here with these guys is that all the old club heads who would have went to all the kind of old fucking nightclubs and techno and house um, sessions, this band were, they're an extension, a natural extension of that. Like, this band didn't kind of come into play till the 2008, 2009. Like, they would have missed it. But that style of music was starting to be formed in the 90s. Like yeah. they were starting to sample swing and big band in the nineties. So this Mambo band number five, yes, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> so this band, um, there's a couple of there's a couple of groups that are within this um, kind of genre. Uh, there's one called Yolanda Be Cool, which are real big, um, but it's uh, I, I I don't really understand what it is. Like when I when I listen to it, I, I feel like I've got a decent enough ear that I can sit down and I, I can put my Kind of Prejudices tech. aside. Yeah. <laughs> but I can put my... I think I have the crown of warriors in coffin. Get the fuck um, away from me then. I, I've got the... Um, I've got the full-blown the full blown corona. Um, I think I'll have like an ear where I don't dismiss something instantly. I will give it time of day. Now, the time of day... If, yeah, but it's also especially if we've got a podcast. Oh, yeah. We don't want to look like... We're going to have our pants down. Getting folks talking shit about something we don't know about. Well, yeah, so we, I mean, we, we don't really know anything about these genres, but we did. We had to go research a little bit. We had to go. And, and none of them have impressed me at all. No, there's, there's nothing in here. In fact, I hate some of them more. <laughs> yeah, we learning. Reading, reading oh yeah, yeah, I learned some stuff there that made, put me off them forever. Um, yeah, I don't understand why this is a thing. This sounds like uh, kind of novelty music, but it's not. It's big. Yeah, it's a big deal. And um, the fact that. This band have been around for fucking over ten years, um, and have been big for ten years, um, and people haven't got bored with it. It doesn't sound like it's evolved all that much. Like you said, there are definitely songs that are more synth pop fun. Yeah. Ha- if if I was in that band, and even if I was a mutant that loved that kind of music, I'd even have to go. Can we do a song that doesn't have any brass in it for like a minute? Yeah, or just, or whatever, the, like. that's obviously not the point. They yeah. they have to have the trumpets and the clarinets and the, the, all that is in there to give it that big big stage show. I mean, for me, you're looking at a French band that are taking kind of influence. They say from Django Reinhardt, but there's like less. That's just a cool thing. That's to a cool say. thing to say. But like you, you've got guys like like uh, like Serge Gainsbourg and all that was putting out. He's got mad shit that would probably. 
definitely influenced parts of this. But he's got parts of his career that were like just doing some shockingly amazing stuff. Yeah, that they get absolutely draw from. Well, if they're French, they would naturally be into Serge because they have to. He's he influenced everyone. Everyone they mad into him. Like everyone go over to France now, and everyone has a Serge Gains album somewhere in their a t-shirt. Imagine, yeah. oh, I'd love one of them. Gainsbourg. Yeah, we have to go. Let's make some up. Make them. Lost Art present Serge Gainsbourg t-shirts. <laughs> Flog them for thirty-five quid, and you can only get the link on the Patreon. Speaking uh, of, uh, by the time you hear this, we'll still be about. A month, a little bit over, a little bit less than a month away from our DJ set together. Yeah, we're doing, um, we're doing a second uh, last hour. Twenty ninth. I'll tell you Saturday exactly. Saturday the twenty ninth of February. The twenty fifth. No, that's a lie. The tw- no, the twenty ninth. You're dead right. The twenty ninth of February. I was looking at January for some reason. The twenty ninth of uh, February in Thomas House. Uh, obviously, it's not a podcast. We're just going to DJ. We're literally just which gonna is do our job. It. We've done it before, and it was great fun. Yeah. Well, actually, it was great fun. So we're going to do it again. It's free. Starts at ten, and uh, dicks out. <laughs> do you have any more to say about? No, I don't. Palace? I want to forget about it. Uh, yeah. Who's your first one? My first one. The style is reggaeton. Uh, the song I've chosen is the first kind of one that came mainstream. Really, like made it mainstream because it's been going since the nineties from mm. Puerto Rico. It is uh, the song is uh, "Gasolina" by Daddy Yankee. You can already tell it's fucking uh, AIDS in a song. Um, so reggaeton. Actually, your man Daddy Yankee came up with the term reggaeton. So really? it's him. He came up with that term in the nineties. Um, Ring him and ask him if he'll take it back. Yeah, forever. And uh, so he is the guy behind the song "Despacito," which was the huge mega fucking hit of reggaeton in a few years ago. But uh, so. How to describe reggaeton? It's kind of like synthesized hip hop, really bad synthesized hip hop, cheap hip hop, like Latin fucking with, loads of Latin flavor. Reggae like upbeat yeah. rhythms and then uh, singing, rapping in Spanish. It is some of the fucking absolute worst. It's the worst genre I have on this. It is, yeah. Uh, it's possibly, the wor- it's it is possibly, the worst genre on here. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. Because I'm sorry, just, it just has absolutely no redeemable quality Zero. this kind of music at all. It's irritating to the ear. I get that in the Latino community, it's huge. But I don't care. Yeah, you can keep it. I don't Yeah, good. Hold on to it. The, the thing that annoys me is this is starting to become really popular now. And it's because of fucking songs like Despacito and Gasolina. Let's take a quick listen to fucking Gasolina. I listened to this earlier. Is, are you sure the song's not about like boring people and tires? I don't know. It could be. Because all the lyrics are incredibly uh, because violent I, and all that. The, if you watch this they're on gang, Spotify... It's technically Latin gangster song, gangster yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch the... When you hit play on Spotify, it plays a little video. And it's just this shitty like emoji. Do you remember everybody went mad making these like oh, he had a, Facebook emojis? Thing, that's that's yeah. his big thing, yeah. yeah. He and used the Facebook emoji as his As his logo, icon. like. Yeah. And it's just that logo blinking. And it, and it looks simple. Uh, yeah, of course it is. He, look, he, he looks simple. But you know what's fucking look. mad about this song, before you even play it? The beat behind it is like, it's like a real late 90s Cypress Hill. The gas thing about this is the beat behind this isn't quite reggaeton as no. much as other stuff, but... It's a, it's a prime example of the genre. There are worse in it, but yeah. if this dude is the guy responsible for it, it is, then he should die in his own gasoline. He should. I was going to put Despacito on it, but... Oh, no, let's just... Give that bang. There's his stupid little face on the, on the Spotify thing, yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to... This is like fucking Spanish Eminem there, doesn't it? But I'm going to skip the head to the... Go. Actually, let's leave it. 
It's fucking dire. Imagine listening to that. If you listen to this on headphones, there's actually loads going on, like a sub-bass kind of uh, thing. And it's got this weird... Ugh. We're going to get to this chorus. If you can find it. Okay. Gasolina. Poison. That is... Full poison. Shite. And that's not even the worst example. No, either. it's not. Despacito itself has the actual reggae, mm. fucking slow down mm. reggae bullshit in it. Um, that is absolutely horrific. horrific. Poisonous. It's fucking um, poisonous. I hate it. So, um... <laughs> but there's this weird hard synth thing going on that he's trying real hard to make it not sound like what it is. So this is obviously early days. And it was this taken. This is 2004, so yeah. yeah. The, so, the synths were bad back then, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you, even then. But, well, they weren't, but they were... There was a style of recording shite synths back then. and Real top-heavy. Real yeah. high... Just... Uh, basic settings mm. on the average Casio mm. keyboard. Um, a funny thing about this genre is you would think it would be big in Cuba, and it was. It was massive in Cuba, but the government of Cuba imposed restrictions on reggaeton in public places really? in 2012. Um, so you couldn't play it in a public place. Good. We should do that here. In 2019, they banned it from TV and radio. Really? And Street musicians are not allowed to play. That's... I don't like it, but that's a bit extreme. Well, the reason they do it is because apparently the lyrics are so aggressive and sexually explicit that people in airports and all were going, listen, this music is so big, but my... Read out his name. Daddy Yankee? Daddy Yankee. Right, Daddy Yankee. They were saying, I don't want my kids to be listening to stuff about fucking... Like, if you you couldn't play gangster rap in a shop or an airport... Do you know what I mean? You really couldn't. Not really. Well, I'm going to look up What's some this? of the lyrics here. Right? I'm going to see what the lyrics are from this gasoline, I think. Well, gasoline. Well, first of all, I need it to be translated. And you just, yeah, you just repeat that over and over again with a horrible synth and a bit of a fucking basic drumbeat. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to play his other fucking Despacito song because you know that song. Everybody knows that. Okay, so they have to be prepared because what is coming will be to beat them. M- Mammy, I know oh, that it you is want translated to quit. Badly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. All the weekends, she goes out to have fun. My female cat doesn't stop making the grrr noise of cats that because... That be pussy, is it? I, I miss, uh, she likes the gasoline. Give me more gasoline. She turns on the turbines. She doesn't discriminate. She doesn't miss even a small party. She puts on makeup to go to the corner. She looks so fine that even her shadow combines with her. Kill her. She controls me. She makes the poor sound of cats in cars, big cars and limousines. She fills he, up her tank. He, he hadn't mentioned cars in a while, so he goes, oh, in, uh, cars. Yeah, well, she fills up her tank with adrenaline when she hears the reggaeton in the loudspeakers. That's my gasoline. She likes the gasoline. Give me more gasoline. Here we are, the best on the dance floor. They call us the killers. Well, let that play while yeah. I read this. Right, this goes out for all the female cats of all colors, the grown ones, the young ones, for those who are more foxes. Those that are hunters for the women who don't turn off their engines. <laughs> you and me have something pending. You owe something to me and you know it. With me, she gets lost. She doesn't render an account to anybody. <laughs> doesn't render an account to anybody? Give me gasoline. How she likes gasoline. She likes the gasoline. When she hears the reggaeton in the speakers, she fills up her tank with adrenaline. She doesn't even miss a small party. Turn it off. There we go. Perfect timing. So I, I'm pretty sure Cube barred it because it's fucking gash. Yeah. It's scutter. Pure, the purest form oh, of scutter. You see, we are, we are, we are reading out and playing and reading out the kind of very 
commercial voice versions because they're the ones that hurt me the most. So yeah. the more gangster driven and the more sexy, but it's supposed to be incredibly. I'm sure there is. I'm sure street level stuff. Like, yeah, like the stuff Whatever. that's going to make it into the clubs is going to be fifty fifty, you know. Yeah, it always is. It's so it got so big that they were playing it everywhere, and it was like, sir, you can't be singing that shit in public. It's, Out. It's yeah. It's Out. Terrible. So fair play to Cuba. Fucking fair fucks. Um, Cuba does it again. Bay of Pigs Part Two. It, it, reggaeton. Reggaeton like has been gone since the nineties, but in the last. 10 years it's getting really big it's huge to the point there's clubs people, people are asking yeah, there is clubs and they Dead can head, they can oh, I was going to say here in Dublin fair, I was going to say something very bad there but don't can, even mention it like well, can, the place no but yeah I know yeah um, we've uh, had run-ins with the kids that go to it they're all very young the kids who go very very young I have to say um, because there, there are clubs that started off doing kind of samba and tango and that's how they um, get you that's yeah. how they get into clubs yeah. we're just going to have a few little samba lessons oh no yeah. all of a sudden now it's like bang 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 gasolina fuck off that's shy it is absolutely flying so I've written down there would I press the big delete button on this yeah I'd get behind you and I'd help you I'd put my hand on your hand and we could press it together press it together uh, uh, and let it burn let the big the fire take it <laughs> uh, fair play to Cuba share the Cuba for banning that shit <laughs> I don't play any of it when I'm DJing I no. never I stay at pub- no. people ask for it all the time they actually ask for it by genre of course they do yeah. or else do you know what I know it's what Spanish people do Spanish people just ask for something Spanish yeah not, I'm not saying like they just they come and go uh, can you play Spanish music yeah. and I'm like what song yeah I don't know just Spanish music yeah I I'm know like, are you gonna flip out if I don't play Sp-? like can you can you not go to a Never t- a different club where, where for once you just don't listen to Spanish music and are you going to is it going to burn inside your yeah, soul that you can't like, hear like if I went out to a club like and whatever let's say I was in the year where to listen to fucking Rage Against the Machine or just funk rock or whatever like yeah. that and I wasn't playing I wouldn't be sitting there going I can't have a good night now yeah I'll just fucking get on with it <laughs> so anyway that's fucking reggaeton I hate it did I ever tell you at the time I was DJing in a bar that shall not be named and these two mad looking Russian dudes came up oh, yeah. and asked me for they asked me for a Russian group and I was like what do you mean and they were like uh, is this a uh, group from where I'm from well at least they're fucking asking for an actual group but no this was I didn't know what was going not, on not, not just like, not a fucking geographical country can you play well, Spain please he, by the end of it they were just asking for more Russian music so we, right. I had to go obviously it's not Spotify right so I had to go find that on, you, on YouTube. Now, the only reason I even done it, because I feared for my life a little bit. That's I'm not even joking. Yeah. I full on was afraid. Right? Sometimes you can get a request when you're, when you're in a certain bar that doesn't have a huge amount of protection around you. Yes. And you're there in with the all elements. your equipment and the bar staff are busy and you're like, it's, it's just me and him. Pretty much. It's me and this fella. Yeah. And this fella's going to get 18 digs in on my face before anybody even cops it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, it, that's, I, I played it and it was horrific. It was this proper, hard it wasn't techno I don't know what the fuck it was like close to what we're going to talk about now in a second it was close to this fucking genre it was just this absolute banging noise and everybody else in the club was looking at me and oh. I'm like I'm, trying, I'm waving my hands and like pointing at the two Russian lads and honest to god I'm not even joking half of the people in the pub seen me seen me pointing at the Russian fellas and gave me the fucking mm-hmm. yeah fair enough yeah okay that's fair enough literally everyone okay. the gas thing is if someone twice the size of those lads from Ireland like big Irish fucking oh not afraid of them no I'm just afraid of Russians I'm I'm just a li- just I, a I just, I just, it's an unknown quantity I don't want to mess with I, I grew up in the 80s everybody on telly <laughs> everybody was Russian was a Russian it's so unfortunate for them if you think about it couldn't tell you I'm just afraid of them it's just it was a uh, bad uh, 
bad, bad PR, prop- bad propaganda, bad PR yeah, for Russia. Really um, is. Yeah, oh. it was. It was. A, it was an easy scapegoat, but also they were cool bad guys. The cost of beer. Um, Them on the twenties. So who is your next one? My next one is Gabber Music. Gabber Music, right? Explain to me what this is. I listened to this song and I kind of, kind of got it. Yeah, all right. Uh, as with all dance music and electronic music, it has like a very in-depth history that I'm not really going to go into. It's starting a cool little yeah. Club, it's too it? complicated. Yeah. All that the beauty of dance music is that it's all reasonably modern, so it's been tracked. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like rock and roll where we have to make little leaps and bounds. Dance music is. Made on electronic instruments. Yeah. So it has been charted since the dawn of electronic instruments. You can also, yeah, it's weird because you can also even break it down to the drum beats. 808 became, yeah. it's easy to track yeah. that sound. You can I hear, you mean, you can hear it and follow yeah. it. That comes up in, in, a, in a podcast we're going to do next week. Um, one particular machine that's just the most important machine ever made. Mm. Um, and there's actually elements of that machine in what I'm about to talk to. Talk and, about and a couple well. of mine as well. Um, it's an important yeah. machinery. So uh, Gabber is also known as Rotterdam Hardcore. And basically what it was, it was, uh, it started off in Amsterdam and it was kind of this weird reaction against the house music scene in, uh, in Amsterdam. Everybody used to go to the clubs in Amsterdam. Yeah. That was the spot to go to. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And listen to Two Unlimited. Exactly. So the house scene in Amsterdam was considered to be really kind of snooty and posh. And your working class person couldn't really... Really? Yeah. It's so different in Dublin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was considered to be really fucking... Uh, it was so upmarket and, and snooty and everybody looked down upon everybody that in... Uh, oh, Jesus. In Amsterdam, a couple of producers started trying to make real hard stuff. The drive, the kind of snobby fucking Amsterdam elite out of clubs. Yeah. And this is where Gabber is born. Now... Gabber hurts, right? Gabber also means a uh, pal or friend in like the kind of local slang, right? Um, because it was about a group of people who were all mates and pals who started making I'm music. To hear this now. Yeah. So what it was, it was, it's essentially based around one exact sample on one exact machine, and it's the kick drum sample from a nine oh nine. 909, right? right. Okay, not an 808, a 909. And what they do is they just drive it into fucking distortion. Oh, uh, no. Okay, they just drive it up. (laughs) no. So every Gabber song, to be considered Gabber. You you can distort a lot of things, but when you start distorting the drums, there's nowhere to go from there, really. Pretty much. That sets the scene. Pretty much. Um, So it becomes really popular in Rotterdam. And then all of a sudden it just explodes. And it's all over fucking Netherlands. Are we talking like a heavy distortion now? Oh, I'll uh, uh, play it. Right, yeah. let, let's, let's see how Do fucking your atrocious. Phone. your phone is a bit louder it's than mine. It's definitely louder. My phone isn't very loud. It's not very right, loud. Let's try this. Power to the people. So one of the other things about Gabbard is that they take a sample and they pitch it up as well. And it's just mad repetitive. Right. You'll hear the kick now. It doesn't sound entirely... A million miles away from stuff I'd be listening in the 90s. But it's shite, not, but it's, it's shite it's, version It of is it. absolutely just an elaboration of like techno and house music. Yeah. Right? That's all it is. It just has very spe- uh, specific tenets that it has to hit to be considered Gabber music. Gabber. Right? Gabber music, right? So it has to be between 150. Oh, yes. oh, no, it is. There's, once you start getting yeah. deeper into it, it has to be between 150 and 190 BPM. It has to have pitch shifted vocals and they have to be samples. And they have to lyrically. They, this is real weird. Lyrically, it's about like 
street life and shit like that. This is what's kind of weird about it. The kind of socio-economic street life right. and drug dealing and that kind of shit. Um, they all use that uh, square wave fucking yeah. type of synth. So there's no, there's like no musicality really to the synth. And uh, like this song in particular, this is a fucking hell, this is a group called Bass Reaction and the song is called Technophobia. So I, <laughs> I randomly found this. I just knew I hated this type of music. I couldn't deal with it. Um, I don't. That sample was awful. Is it all samples like that? It's just all that, samples yeah, like this. No, it's all of it, no. and it's all roughly in the same BPM. It's what a, you need to do is you need to get a soul singer, like all good house music, just singing over. Well, the whole idea with this gabber is that they take those samples and they just repeat them and they pitch them up and they let them fucking go. No. Um, so it becomes real popular in Rotterdam. They they became the center point of gabber in sounds Rotterdam. Like techno punk. Kind of, kind of. There's a punky element to that. It, but it's, it sounds like it's thrown together really quickly. It was put together by like, <laughs> I think it was like three or four DJs and producers that kind of got themselves together in the late 80s to, to start doing this. Um, it's, it's having a big resurgence at the moment. Of course it is. Which is horrific. Now this song, as it goes on, it starts sounding more and more Crazy Frog, right? Oh, right. They start using this octave jump as to get rid of the monotony of the... I want to Yeah. Um... So it's it's fucking. It, to be honest with you, this is sorry. Sorry, jump in, jump up. Oh yeah, that that sounds so. That's square shot, yeah. That's skull. There's no depth to it at all. It's all the skin of it, like the picture of the people on the front of this. Thing remind me, they're all bald punks looking lads. That was the thing. That was the scene. They had the men shave their head, and the women almost, almost had like a. They would shave the sides of their heads Another and have punk. these. Yeah, yeah, but they, and they put it all back in the ponytail. Yeah. So it very much had uh, a punk aesthetic. Yeah, you know, like um, an oi skinhead aesthetic. So not only do you have that music, you've got uh, punks trying to be very cool. Um, but but we just doing cool gets, things like you, you know, get another crossover. The establishment of, oh yeah, yeah. Of, of, you know, sneaking in and nagging. Oh, oh yeah. that's, that'll tell it to the. Man. I don't think anybody drank. Uh, listen to this music. No, you're this right. This is pillhead right, music yeah. to the max. Um, in the early nineties, there was a big takeover in, within Gabber with neo-fascist groups. So they start making. Well, yeah, I can just see it. Yeah, like, groups start making fucking full-blown like white supremacist fucking Gabber music. Now they were quickly alienated and forced out of the scene by everybody else. Yeah. The Netherlands would have like a massive kind of black community. You Course, know, always yeah. did. Um, so the, the people who were making this music, this was all about unity and we're all alive on the streets together and this is Gabber music. It means friend, it means pal. Yeah. You know, in the, in, in the fucking local vernacular. That. That's perfectly fine. That's, if, they, if you like it, that's great. Don't let fucking dirt into it, you know. Uh, what they do is they just do these kind of octave jumps in the synth to try and break it up and then they cut out a kick and they cut out a snare like, it's real bog standard. Do you remember that program years ago when you were a kid called EJ? I loved it. I loved EJ. Dance EJ. The best crack ever. I made a whole album so on that. So did I. And I had to play it in nightclub. Fuck off. I had to play it in a fucking nightclub. I'm going to try and find that album. Bet you, I, bet you, no, I bet you can find that program and just make it again. It'll only take 10 minutes. Yeah. It was amazing. Everything yeah, was, was just, so cut well. You could just guess them in the same key yep. and just throw it all on. It was, it was, Dance EJ was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, it was then the there was Hip Hop EJ which wasn't that great. No, the dance one. Yeah, the Dance EJ 1, 2 and 3 and possibly 4. I swear to God, I spent hours on them and that is how I became interested in making music. Actually making music, yeah. That's the yeah. Fourth, my first introduction and music to making music. For me, it was just Dance EJ yeah, yeah. Was, and I had Hip Hop EJ, I had fucking all the EJs and I had fucking great fun making them and from there then it was Fruity Loops. 
where you could actually start. Yeah. You could use a piano roll. Actually start. And you could use a real singer. Your own notes. Yeah. Where, That's, you could, you could, where you could get things wrong. 100%. Yeah. And the fact that it came with drum machines built in, it came with synths built in. They're all bog standard, but they're fun. Yeah. Um, but this, to me, sounds oh, like... Oh, I miss Dan CJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I, have have fat, I had Fatboy Slim's version. He Did brought he out a one? version on a PC called... Jeez, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was very hard to use. But yeah. I tell you what, it must have been fucking ten times more complicated than the software he used to make those fucking albums. <laughs> yeah, to be on, fair. On a fucking Amiga. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But this music sounds like it was banged together. Like, if, the, if there was a Gabber EJ, like, it wouldn't... It, this sounds like it was... It doesn't... The structure of it is exactly. just blocks. It, it's just blocks of four. Yeah. Block, 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 block. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible, terrible music. Um, Rotterdam Hardcore, a.k.a. Gabber. Uh, no, thanks. Are you put it in the bin? Did it do it? Did it do it? And good? Or, you know, what? I don't know whether I put it in the bin. It's just I just hate it. Yeah, I just hate it. But as other people like it, and I don't really have a problem with other people liking it. What but I do yeah, have a problem well, with, I'm pretty sure everybody who does like it is a drug dealer. Yes, almost certainly, or a junkie, and they drive like BMWs, blacked yeah. out BMWs, and the, I'm instantly afraid of them. The older ones as well, the older BMWs, exactly, like because I'm from Cabra, so that's my that's the that's the the fucking bogey man. Is what that I, mean, is. I see a window rolling down and you hear that getting louder because mm. the window's rolling down and yeah. you just the shit. And I get... watch loads of films. No one has guns. Yeah. Like back then and anyway. But I watch too many films. I know. He's going to lean out there with a Mac 10 and he's going to put <laughs> fucking rounds through me. Even though he probably just has a hurl with a yeah. nail through it. Like that's more of a... Like there's a few things on this where we're going to sound a bit pretentious because we're slagging the fans of the music. I've nothing against the fans of this that Gabber music. Mm. Whatever. But that, uh, that, that music itself is awful. Techno is awful. a... I'm not a huge techno fan. I don't hate it. What I find about techno, techno is this living, breeding, evolving thing. It's and so, it's, it's, it's so huge. But it's musical. Yeah. As well. But I really like, uh, like techno, but I don't like hardcore techno. It's too fast for me, man. It's just, too, it's all, like 150 to 180. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where, that's where Gabbar lives as well. It's too much. It's too, it's too much. And because of that, you're limited. But to if what you listen you to modern techno now, it's really dark and almost industrial. And mm. I like it. I mm. do like a lot of it. I don't, because I, I don't do any drugs, I'd get bored of at a club after a while, though. Yeah, but this one the of the t- things my that time frame would be a normal human being's time frame, not like I don't get lost in the and trance and all that. I can't, it's pointless to me. It's, well, th- th- this is one of the things that I read about Gabbar is that it was the it was their weird blend of industrial and hard house that yeah. kind of gave birth to Gabbar, you know. And it, it started off as a reasonably small thing, but because it was very elite and very small, people started adopting it, and then all of a sudden it was a cool thing to be involved in, yeah. you know, in fucking Amsterdam and in Rotterdam. Um, but yeah, yeah, but Gabbar can fuck off, but it shouldn't. Said you get in the bin. Who's your next one? My next one is second only to reggaeton. It's fucking third wave ska. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually dreading this. The song I picked is Real Big Fish, Real and Big that Fish, name yeah. hurts me because it's R E E L. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to put a cool pun yeah. in these stupid pop punk, yep. not pop punk, sorry, ska punk. Um, the song is Sell Out from 1996. It's one of the big third wave ska big songs. This is um, this is a Tony Hawk song. They're all Tony Hawk yeah, songs. Yeah, but this is their Tony so Hawk this, song. This them. is typical Orange County ska punk. Yep. It's the third wave, like I said. So it's alongside Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Sublime, Less Than Jake, Acrobats, Mad Caddies, and even up to recently, The Interrupters, who are so shit. Yeah, garbage. Now, I'm going to have... I'm gonna, I'm gonna you tr- like Acrobats or Mad Caddies? I'm going to... No, I'm going to cast my fucking net here and I'm gonna say that the Mighty Mighty Boss Towns will definitely 
had their roots in that third wave ska where ten times more imaginative and released proper kind of punk albums. Fair enough. Right? Now, I'll never know. What I will apart from, apart from that sentence that you just said there, I'll never know. Yeah, yeah and to keep it that way. I will say that the Aquabats turned into a pop band. They're essentially like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the band, is what they turned into. <laughs> so at the start, they were absolutely one of these shitty American third wave kind of poppy ska, ska punk fucking garbage bands. It's no interest. It's Later on, they evolved. You're absolutely right. They're real big fish. Less than Jake, sublime, more of a yeah, reggae, reggae type, still garbage, <laughs> still fucking garbage, hot yeah. garbage. I don't talk about that part of that song because that's going to come up in a different podcast. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> oh god, I fucking have no time for this music. However, I don't. This would not be my second worst. Or it first is for worst. me. It's yeah. for me. Ska, not not early ska. Like you know what? I actually don't mind the specials. I really don't. I have to be honest with you. When I listen to the specials, like the sec- their second wave, maybe t- uh, they're two tone, yeah, two tone. Close so enough, yeah. There's a certain, there's a certain, there's two types of fucking special song that I can see in my head. Right, there's the slightly slower version with kind of a minor key, really yeah. kind of darky, dark. The specials whoa, 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 are actually whoa, whoa. musical, <laughs> yeah, dark kind of fucking yeah. specials are tones musical. in it, and some of it doesn't feel happy, and I like that. And it, some of it feels kind of grimish. Yeah. Like, but then there's the real. Bah, 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 and yeah. No, no, no. So I'm going to play a bit of fucking. Yeah, play this. Real big. Fi- jump in, jump in. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's disgusting music. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Right, listen to the vocals. Not even the worst vocals of these songs. No, actually, to be fair. Oh, uh, did you meet a girl at the rock show? Did you? Uh, yeah. That's, That's painful. That literally, I swear <laughs> to God. You know what? I reckon I can't tell the whether I hate this or reggaeton more. I, I, they're both of them reggaeton. Poor. Yeah, yeah. At no, least there's like guitars and. and I'll band. say this. I'll say this. And as well. really fish down the rounds a long, long time. I don't care. A long, 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 long time. This what kind it, of tour? This that, that warp tour music? No, no, warp tour is a bit <laughs> of a wide net, to be fair. Um, but this kind of this isn't ska. I'm with you. I despise ska. I can't do it. I hate third wave ska. I hate ninety nine point nine percent of the bands in this. Cargo shorts and two tone fucking uh, vans. Well, f- flame shorts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And uh, frosted, sunglasses, frosted tips. frosted tips and sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking disgraceful. I'm yeah. with you. What I will and say, bowling shorts as well, if I'm not bowling mistaken. Bowling shorts, yeah. No, what, what I'll say is, uh, you listen to that song there, if you transpose that song entirely into like minor key and slow it down a tiny bit, you're left with Rock from the Crypt, who are one of the greatest bands of all time. Do you know it's what? a I formula mean, again. They have, they have enough brass, let's say, not bra- but tubers brass, and, yeah. and trumpets yeah, yeah. that are not... They're also they're mixed well. That sounds harsh. Oh, it's so harsh. Yeah, well, you have to, you it's have to really, remember. It's very hard to, to record those. Well, I, I sound well, like I'm I defending it. I'm not defending it. I fucking hate this. This is garbage. And that's not even the worst Real Big Fish song. If you delve deep there, you will find oh, yeah. you will find the Balrog of fucking <laughs> Tour Way of Sky. Like, um, I would rather, I'd honestly, do you know what? Rather than like be stuck with this in my life, I'd rather lick under the oven. Really? Yeah. Where, that's where the flavour lives. Yeah, I'd rather uh, put my tongue under the oven. <laughs> Lick under there. I just hate this yeah, so I'm with much. You. I'm with you. And it, you know what? It's not even it's it's not even an active hate. I can just 
this will just play and I'll try to ignore it. Yeah. And I can't, I, I, I won't even talk about it. I won't even talk to the person next to me. They'll just look at me and go, what, what's wrong? And I go, and I'm like, you know what's wrong? They go, oh, God, this music is fucking awful, isn't uh, it? Like, yeah. yeah, it's It's painful. the music played in the elevator down the hill, is what it is. Yes. Like, and the, the elevator's flying down at full speed and you're, you feel just, you feel like that, yeah. your stomach is... But you don't know when it's going to end. Yeah. It could do that forever or you could yeah. be dead in 10 seconds. Who knows? Yeah. That would, actually, that is the hell. Yeah. The hell is the, the elevator. Knowing. No, it's, that goes on forever. There's no yeah. hell. Because at least with hell, you think, right, I'm going to get to the end of it and I'm going to burn alive or whatever like that. No, this, that is hell. Hell is the elevator with Scott, with Third Wave Scott playing it that never ends. And you think, when do we get there? It's like, oh no, wait, you're still here. Still going, yeah. And no, still no, touring. You're, you're here. You're, still you're in the elevator. That This is the hell. And I'm pretty sure they played here recently. So did uh, Less Than Jake. They probably played together and all this. They did, actually. That's right. They did. And there's someone else on the bill. I can't remember. Some other dirt. Oh. Dort, flying dort. Anyway, listen, I don't, I, I'm actually annoyed, so I want to move off this. Right. Would I delete, oh, hang on, no. I would not delete this music because if we deleted this, we might not get Mr. Bungle. Mm-hmm. Although, Mr. Bungle probably would have been a bit around the same time as this. But still, there's a chance that deleting this could delete Mr. Bungle. Therefore, Mike Patton fight no more. Therefore, Rage Against the Machine. And a lot of cool, yeah. deadly shit. So you can't delete it, unfortunately. You just grin and bear it. It's, it's, a, it's a disgusting cog in a machine that I'm fond of. Grin and bear the music as always. Who is, uh, who's your next ob- just obscene genre? My next one is technical death metal. Right, yeah. I'm not. I don't mind it. I actually oh. like a lot of it. So this is a genre to me I, I actually not just put up with, I like a lot of it. But the fans are what I have a problem with. I don't even I don't think I even know any fans. Bar what you just told me you liking it. You the first. Uh, I, I like some of it. This is um I don't even know how to describe what it is. First of all, I picked a band called Atheist who were considered to be the pioneers of, of technical death metal. Uh, I picked a song called Mother Man. Uh, for, it's the fucking atheists. I've never really listened to them, so yeah. Yeah, th- these guys are considered to be the originators of the kind of genre. Um, they were formed in 1984 in Florida, of course. It's all metal bands are from Florida. <laughs> um, this style of music kind of developed in the early 90s. Um, I'm just going to read it. I can see why people hate it. I can I, definitely see why you hate it. This will, this will never be for you. No. <laughs> I, I'm going to read what um, what the definition of technical uh, death metal is. And it's dynamic structures, complex rhythms, diminished chords, arpeggios, complex bass lines, and blast beat drums. There's nothing in there I like. <laughs> it's not five out of five bad for you. Nothing five strikes. Five strikes there. <laughs> um, the, 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 the kind of key work in the genre is considered to be the album Piece of Time by Atheist um, so essentially what it is it's it's death metal meets jazz meets prog that's pretty much what the, the formula if you had to mathematically work out what TDM technical death metal is that's what it is um, I the, the big bands are Death, Atrocity, and Cynic. Right, that's your three. And Death, Cyn- Death, Cynic. Are, I love Death. I have to say, I I w- think now I'll bands. say this: I would listen to Death over any of these other bands. Yeah, um, but Death, they, they're touching a bit of trash as well. Yeah, aren't they? they're definitely the apex of this. But it is Death Metal. Yeah, uh, Cynic. I think was one of the lads or two of the lads from Atheist formed after Atheist or was it like a sub band or something like something fucking weird. I didn't get that full into it. I don't give a shit about it. Um, what I will say is that I don't. Hate it. I just don't understand how and, anybody can and like you it. You couldn't listen to it. I couldn't. If it was on, 
I'd be, I'd, I guarantee I'd have a conversation with somebody about, like, that's real, what's going on? Yeah. That's what it is. This sounds like music to me, like people who want to feel like they're better at music than everybody else listens to. There's definitely an element of that. As well as that, it feels like they get bored after four seconds of the bit they just wrote and we'll have to do a new bit. <laughs> Well, new, new, like, even listen, right? If you listen to this, let me play a little bit of this song, right? Now, what's interesting about this song is that it starts off one way, right? So you get your fucking proggy, jazzy bit, and then, well, that's what I'm saying. There's so many bits in these songs, yeah, that it, it, and then they, you get your fucking metal bit, and that's fine. Yeah. The actual death metal bit is perfectly fine, but listen to this. That sounds like Mr. Bungle. Yep. Don't like them either. That's more clowny than I expected. That's almost clownish. Yep. Like. Now, let me jump ahead a tiny bit. Let's this, see if That it feels like it could turn to sky. No, wait for it. Just. We're into death metal now. Right, where's that? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's painful. Um, does do, I just I can't can't do it? I can't get into it. If I was in a room full of people who were like, "Oh, put atheist on," I'd probably just open up a van. Jeez, I can't believe I actually found the band I might want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you actually sold something to me in this. I just just I don't know. Like that, I don't even fucking know what year that is. Nineteen eighty fucking splash the cover is looks like something Fro- Frodo wrote in the back of that notebook like it's just like there and back by atheist it's I, I, I can't do it hmm. I can't, it's too I know one of atheists but I just for whatever reason just never just pass me boy yeah like I said death I'm perfectly fine with but this I'm gonna play a riff from death actually yeah find me a riff because this well yeah I just look I knew I never liked it because of my me being exposed to it, especially my youth in my kind of formative metalhead years. So uh, when I was a kid in the kind of early nineties, somebody older than you would tell you about a band because there was no internet. Yeah. So somebody would tell you about a band. Oh, let's go. You haven't heard of it. Of yeah. Exactly. Or there'd be some uh. patch on a jacket or a t-shirt or whatever the fuck it is. And what they would do is they would give you a cassette. They'd make it like a mixtape. Right, the original Lost Art. They give you a fucking cassette, and they like, oh, this is, and they like write it. They get you the in in inlay card, and they write it all in block capitals. This is this band, this song, this album, this year. Yeah. Right. So then, if you liked two or three of these songs on this, then you have to go looking for it. You got the yeah. Dolphin discs on one of them. Or sound you know? seller, sound seller Check on the keys. Yeah. Exactly. And, they, and they'd know exactly. They'd what know to give exactly you. who you're talking about, yeah. and they'd find the, the tape for you. Or a couple of years later, CDs. Yeah, and. From there, you, you, that's where your kind of, your formative years start taking shape outside of what you're being fed by MTV and, and the metal show and radio and, you yeah. know, all this kind of stuff. So, cause uh, it was always somebody, it was always your pals like Big Brother. Who had been around like years ago. Or it could be a Big Brother. Mm. Exactly. It could it be, could a, big be a big sister, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. It's just at the time, it, was, it probably wasn't. wasn't. It, let's call it a Nowadays, 95%. Yeah. Now, then, no. No, absolutely no, not. Sorry, no. it wasn't. Uh, do you have a debt riff for me? Um, yeah, this is Crystal Mountain. That riff is yeah. just... Perfectly fine. No problem with that. 
And then it goes into a beautiful bit after that. It's just no problem with that. Great, yeah. That's a little bit more straight ahead. I did, yeah, I well, don't think you, you wouldn't put that forward as a technical death metal, but you did the band obviously. Are, like, we have death albums at home. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I, like, I, I, I like just, what death metal. What you've played there was definitely technical and ex- very experimental. Very. Like, here's my issue, right? I I have a lot of time for proper jazz, right? I don't like. Like modern jazz or experimental jazz does nothing for me, right? Right, but actual real jazz, it's about, I like it's on about its own. The notes that you can't hear. That's not you can listen to them at home. Exactly, do that as in the silence. Simpsons, as the Simpsons, exactly. <laughs> right, I do like jazz. I'm not a massive head, but there's definitely uh, uh, parts of it that sing to me. Yeah. What I will say is that once you take jazz and you throw it in the pot with another genre of music what comes out of it inevitably is shite for me if something's jazz metal jazz this jazz that jazz ga jazz fucking hip hop I am the actual opposite I'll only listen to jazz if it's mixed in with something else really really yeah can't do it so something like Dillinger Escape Plan or something the technical metal bands not technical death metal but technical bands will have to have jazz elements in it it'll have jazz I cannot do Dillinger I can't do Converge I, can, yeah. I can't cannot do it yeah cannot do it I've tried my absolute damnedest. there's a couple of Dillinger songs that are a little bit more straight ahead yeah. and they're just bangers and no scrap. and I do prefer those ones to be honest with you as well I'd, I'm not one of these people and there's a lot of people I've met over the years that they look for the most ignorant yeah. songs by the band they just want to cut everybody else out of it That's they want it. to have they, exactly, their yeah. corner of music that only yeah. they like and yeah. I don't think they even like it no, they're probably listening to the Spice Girls at home like, but what, when they're in right, the pub they're instance, telling you about their for garbage for instance right look at even on Spotify or what you're asked for if you're DJing a mountain like, people are mostly asking for the most accessible song by that band of course they are so 99% of the time you're getting asked for killing in the name of you're getting asked for Enter Sandman and there's nothing wrong with them no, songs but I don't even mean like with Dillinger Escape Plan and stuff like that like uh there's a few songs by them that I would consider that they went a little bit more, I wouldn't say mainstream, because none of them, nothing no, really is mainstream, no, but, but they're straight more ahead. accessible, yeah. Yeah, at least parts that are more accessible. Like they're, riff, they're just a riff, a metal yeah. riff, as opposed to that avant-garde jump around. Yeah. I can't do that fucking jump around I, I wish I could speak more on the subject of technical death metal, but it's like, because I'm not, I do like a lot of in the genre, but I wouldn't be one of my fucking top favourites. Let's, let's just move on then, what's your next one? My next one is Seasonal Crooners. Oh. <laughs> oh, Seasonal Crooners. So obviously I picked the fucking daddy of them. Well, actually, the daddy of Seasonal Crooners will be Frank Sinatra, really. Pretty much. But I picked Michael Dublé. Have yourself oh. a merry little Christmas. I'm trying to see if I didn't write any notes on your one on this because I know I, don't, I can just do this off the cuff. Yeah, well, I, I have a few bits and bobs, right? I was surprised to realise that he has a lot. I could only find one Christmas album by him. Fuck that off. can't be right. Absolutely no, no, it can't, can't be right because he, I, I even know that Harry Connick Jr., who was like a crownery type of singer, he's about six. Brian Adams has a fucking Christmas EP, <laughs> but recently Bob Dylan even succumbed to it and came out with. Bob Dylan has a Christmas album, and no. I swear to God, it's quite literally the worst thing I've ever heard. It sounds it like it sounds like he just went. I don't know why he did it, but he didn't enjoy it. And he doesn't enjoy... He doesn't sound like he's enjoying it. He had a tax bill to pay. Possibly. He probably goes, let's just stick this out. Robert De Niro, fucking 20 years ago, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So he could, like, I reckon... No, sorry, it's bad. Um, Scott Whedon from uh, Stone Table Pilots. 
To the Christmas album? Yeah. No. He did a crunery style Christmas album, yeah. No. He did. You would be surprised with the amount of people who have Christmas albums. Um, I'm going to let you all go and find your favourite one yourself because I could list them all over because rock, serious rock stars have them as well. Um, they are classic money spinners. How does it... I never... I'll never understand the idea behind... Sorry, even... even sorry, even Eddie Vedder uh, has one. Recently, an EP. Christmas one. Christmas, yeah, I don't get yeah, it. Who buys them? Who buys them? But you they tried I mean? to put a kind of cooler spin in them. Like, it's still a Christmas But album. it's not... Who cares about Christmas songs? Do you know what I mean? Crooners. And people that like crooners. Like, I understand. Like, my favourite meme of all time, I was talking to you about this earlier, yeah. is Michael Blue. It's like, it's, what, December 1st, yeah. and it's a picture of a lad coming out of a cave, and it says, Michael Blue emerges from his fucking cave. And yeah. still to this day, <laughs> still to this day, it makes me laugh, and it must be 10 years old. It's because, even though he does stuff <laughs> like, fly me to the moon, and he does feeling good and all that, he still, to me, is the Christmas Christmas guy. Crooner. He's the Christmas guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he just is. And even... Frank Sinatra has a serious amount of Christmas songs. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, that would have been a massive thing way back when. And I just find that this genre annoys me because I don't mind crooners, but it's almost like when they're singing Christmas stuff, it sounds patronising to me. I don't know why I feel it. It feels like when they're they're saying, Chestnuts roasting on a open Yeah, it's so drawn out, so painful. And and do you know what's worse? You know when someone does, and I actually put this more on the female singers, when they do a Christmas version, they try and sing around the original structure of the oh, song. You know that? When they jump it, there's ju- nothing worse. Like, it's actually, it hurts. Nothing worse. Sing the song. Like, if so you're going to do like, a cover. Have your self a merry merry little Christmas. And it's like, just sing, sing yeah. the original melody. What's her face? That Christina Aguilera is a pig for it. She's mad into that. fucking pig I think even Kelly Osbourne gave her a load of stick over that one Jesus Christ. They don't have finger in the ear. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up and sing the song. But just, but if you, if you, if you are covering a famous song and you, if you cover a different vocal melody that you you didn't realise, oh, that's a kind of good idea, yeah. But it sounds like sometimes they're just, Purposely singing around it, yeah. but even there's no structure around the where they're singing it. Like they're avoiding, so they're going, avoiding. Yeah, it's like sing, the opposite yeah, of sing star. It's exactly. like trying to lose that sing star. Yeah, yeah. but it's fucking like trying not to get caught by the YouTube algorithm is what they're doing. Yeah. Like for real. Like I'll never. You're dead right. It seems to be more of a female thing. The blokes yeah. just do the the. But the they do draw out like yeah. The lads just do like, the Sinatra fucking hair. Holy jolly Christmas. Uh, and it's, the disgusting is the music's not bad. <laughs> the, usually the the brass sections are quite tame, and they have yeah. a nice little string section, yeah. and they have the little uh, low sleigh key, bells. Yeah, it's all real low key stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. grand. But to be honest with you, I just find it. I don't know what it is about it. It just feels really not genuine. Well, because it's disingenuous. It's, it's, it's factory it, made. It's is just, what it is. It's conveyor it's, belt music. Like it feels like there's a little kind of thing going. They just start all the uh, albums off with "Look, lads." I know. This is what you get. This is you come on. Listen, but, but look, look, you're mad like it. Whatever. Because these are very mad friendly. It's the, mad friendly as well. It's the 16th of December. You're in pennies. You know, this is what you're listening to. Mickey Bubbles on the radio. Fucking awful. I don't understand. I don't now, never his voice isn't too bad. I don't, it wouldn't be, he would, definitely would not be one of my Isn't he, um, is he not one of them, like, Fucking Britain's Got Talent type of fucking chaps. Is that where he came from? No, I don't think so. No, really? No, I think he's. I thought he was. I thought he was on a show. I think he's Canadian. Is it? But I thought he was at a show. No, I don't think so. I don't. Michael Bubbles. Yeah, I thought he was at a show. Mickey Bubbles. I don't think so. He just all of a sudden was there, like. 
Yeah, he is like extremely talented and he seems like a fucking top dude. Do you remember he didn't exist and how good it was? Well, what they did was they just, they just played <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Yeah, exactly. He's done the real music. I bought, you know, here's a funny story about Michael Bublé. I bought um, <coughs> Elvis's Philharmonic album where they added the BBC Philharmonic afterwards to yeah. his music. But they also did a, a duet with Michael Bublé oh, where they had to add him. You. They had to add him into the song. I hate all that. But he's singing with Elvis, like even though Elvis has been dead. What? However many years. 25 years at that stage. Mm. What, what year did you buy that in? Well, that was only a few. That's, that's only a few years. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's a 80s um, fucking one, two Elvis. But, I can't whatever, whatever. What, um, Even earlier than that. Why the fuck can I, can I remember when Elvis died? This is very important. I have the same birthday as Elvis. It's 70s, is it? I, I, I literally have the same birthday as Elvis. Why can't I remember? I wonder... Um, when Elvis died, 1977. Yeah, yeah, the year punk broke. Yeah, why didn't I remember that? When we signed 1981. Yeah, no, yeah, the year of punk. Yeah, I'd love to have heard if if uh, Elvis had gone synth wife or just kind of eighties uh, pop synth. I, <laughs> it would have been incredible. You know what? I've been saying this for years. I I like Elvis as everybody likes Elvis. It's, it's going to be hard to find somebody actively hates Elvis. But out of all the people. You'd hear people talking about, oh, I wonder what, you know, Cork Bain would be like, it'd be garbage, right, if he was still around. Oh, yeah, I often have that conversation, what, where would they have gone? I had a conversation with someone, and they, um, I, 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 I gave it what I thought would happen to Cork Bain, right? Yeah. Just before you tell me, sorry, what Elvis yeah. is, I would have thought he would have went down the slightly Tom York radio heady kind of thing, and then someone went, no. No. And I, I agree with what they said. They said he would have stripped everything back to just do bluesy acoustic I think so as well like uh, remember remember just the, the when he covered like Lake of Fire by by the Meat Puppets I think isn't it on uh, the Unplugged album yeah. he would have went to that and I went fuck actually that is probably what he would have done that's similar to my what I think would happen to Court as well I think Court would have just went back to that real basic kind of fucking uh, kind of Dylan-esque stuff but I think he would have been very interested in progressive music and I think he would have given all of his tracks out to people to do weird remixes of maybe yeah you would have got mad bananas like fucking uh, fucking electronic backwards versions of Kurt Cobain songs and they would have been just pumping out pumping out I, don't, I think Nirvana would have been just forgotten about it'd be like um, Henry Rollins and Black Flag it'd be just I was there I know, yeah. it was a great time, but I'm doing this now. Do you know what he would have been doing as well? He would, people would have kept going, asking him for quotes. What do you think about this new band, Wolfmother? What do you think about this new? He'd be like, oh, I don't really care. Haven't heard them. Don't care, yeah. whatever. Yeah, just, I have the same thing about Elvis. I would love to know what would have happened to Elvis. Now, I know, like, obviously by now he'd be fucking actually proper real dead. or it's Naturally dead. Yeah, or retired. Um, but I would have uh, loved to know what would have happened to Elvis in the 90s. I would have loved to see what happened to him. Would he I, went like just you know what though he would have just been doing Vegas to leave. there was no way the, yeah no you couldn't there's, there's actually no progression if he hadn't died he would have died but it, there's actually you don't, I know what you're saying I think the biggest part of Elvis being as big as he is now was the fact he's dead but what I'm saying is I don't think there was because there was no other alternative it's impossible to know he would have had to change his entire character he would have to change his entire because his manager was never going to let him stop doing Vegas gigs because it was just too easy and the reason that Elvis didn't really travel around the world is because his manager couldn't. He's afraid of planes. I think he was uh, in trouble in, with the law as well in really? a lot of countries. Yeah, because I think he's Dutch or German. I do not remember. Um, we'll get into that in a different uh, podcast. Let's, uh, uh, let's move on. 
What do we what do we just do? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Have yourself a croony, croony Christmas. I'd love to fucking I'd love to hear one doing like a a more realistic like the the pressures of Christmas like rent prices are yeah rent is due like a day people. before Christmas yeah. how about that rent how about that a day before yeah, Christmas exactly and you fucking December your gas <laughs> and electricity bill are going to hit but yeah. don't worry about it you don't have to pay them until February <laughs> that's literally my life for real <laughs> who's your next one uh, it's not necessarily a genre I didn't, by the way music. I didn't play that because I just sang it and would I delete it no it's fine but it just it annoys me uh, sorry yeah I'm with, you, I'm with you um, so this is a style of music that Jesus, I don't, it has no merit, okay, whatsoever, <laughs> none, oh. Oh. none, and essentially what it is, it's become, it's become so big, and the reason I hate it is because, I'm not even going to tell you what it is yet, I'm going to just explain why I hate it, and then we'll get into it, I hate it because the people doing it can literally go from never having played a gig before, so, like, literally, you can go from, I've never, I, I, I'm okay at this instrument. I've never played live. I've never been in a proper band or any kind of bullshit to fill in out stadiums. Oh, with this music. In seconds, right? This is the fast forward button for fame, okay? However, the fucking poison apple is no one will ever know your name at all. You will be famous for other people's music right. for the rest of your entire life, right. and like mostly like crooners, not but far off it. Know that not far off it. And what I've picked, the style of music I've picked, are bluegrass covers. Oh, they are painful to be bluegrass covers. Yeah. There is no other genre that exists in the world today that fucking. If we went upstairs now, where we're recording right now, we're in the basement of a pub, right? If we went upstairs to that pub, picked Johnny Random, done any meeny miny mo. On anybody in there. I said, Roy, I'm going to sit you down. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to work out how to fucking play a cover song. Pick a song. Pick a famous song that everybody knows. And we're going to learn how to do it in a bluegrass style. And put it on the internet. And within two weeks, you'll have a million views on fucking YouTube. Yeah, do you know It's what? that simple. I remember the first, my first exposure with this was hey, like Hazy Dixie. Are they one of those? ACDC or Hazy Dixie. A little mm. bit like that's more of a country. Yeah. Uh, version, but it still is kind of bluegrassy. The, the one that everybody shot themselves over was Steven Seagulls, the Finnish guys, right? They were the only thunderstruck with fucking banjos and. Yeah. All the- I'm not going to lie, right? I feigned interest when people were talking about this until I listened to it and I went, "No, I now I actively don't like this." I'm telling you straight up. First time I saw that fucking Steven Seagulls guys because they're like Finnish hillbillies, right? They actually looked apart. The yeah. They're not trying to be American, really. They're just doing this kind of weird style of music. However. When I watched the, the first, I saw Thunderstruck, I was like, this is really good. And I think they've done The Trooper by Iron Maiden. So this is really interesting. This is but for cool. an internet video. That's all it is. Yes. All it is, right? So That's I all went, it really should be. Literally, it should live and die on YouTube. Mutants make this popular. 100%. Yeah, Again, right. this is a bit like Caravan Palace, where it's kind of music for people who don't like music. That you're taking songs that, they all, that already exist in the zeitgeist. And they get to say that they like new music. Yep. When they, they, they don't. It's not at all, It's not right? a new style. It's a fucking old style. And so, it's an old so- song that they're covering. Exactly. So what they're doing is they're taking this... Die! Do you fucking re- die! Sorry. Do you remember the phenomenon that was Our Brother Were Out There? Yes. Right? A Man of Constant Sorrow. You know what? I loved that movie, but yeah. I didn't understand. Everyone... Here's the thing. Nobody had heard that, right? In yeah. our generation. Nobody had heard like that fucking film. music. It's great film. film. The song itself was fucking great. It's a cover as well, right? That's a fucking great song. Like... 
the entire basis of that fucking that 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 music in particular, I guarantee you that soundtrack sold more than the fucking DVD version of that movie. I put my bollocks on the line and tell you that, right? Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree people with that. were fucking mad for that yeah. man of constant sorrow, right? Yeah. They love that fucking. It's great song. Great song. Good right? soundtrack in, in general. As in well. general. Now, when you come to this bluegrass cover thing, it's literally the most formulaic thing. Every single song in the style, there's a formula to it. It's got these two-part or three-part harmonies with the main riff played on the banjo and have this kind of shuffly guitar in the background with that that brushed snare hillbilly roll that digga 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 I'm going to play it. That gives me, that's like, that reminds me I'm being chased by, like, you know, by Benny Hill. Benny Hill on fire chasing you. So this group are called Branches and this is, I believe in a thing called Love. Oh God, I don't, I hate that band to begin with. I hate the darkness. Right? Yeah, exactly. Now what you'll be able to hear, you'll be able to hear exactly what I said about this, these two and three part harmonies, these vocal harmonies. It's it's pure YouTube shite music. And the first time you hear it, you go like, that's not the worst. And then all of a sudden, like YouTube will start showing you other bands that do the same thing. And then you realise there are millions of them. It's a virus. It's a fucking musical virus. Have a listen to this. Hang on. I'm going to jump around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, so you got a little no, guitar down in the background, well. right? There's your two piece. Beautiful harmonies. Right, perfectly fine, but they're all the exact same. Literally all the exact same. Ready? Little two-piecer, right? Little, little two-piecer. Little Sitting there in the background, right? <laughs> and we're going to kick in now in a second. You ready? We're going to get a banjo going in a second. This is slightly better than I thought it was going to no. be, to be honest with you. Oh, no, there. Yeah. Right now, we'll jump forward. We're getting into the full-blown bit yeah, now in a yeah, second. That's now. the bit I'm afraid of. Here we go. Banjo plucking away in the background. Listen, it's just... I think that's pointless. It's, it's, it, like I said, it has no value in the world. It has absolutely no value. It's, it's the fucking... I'd rather listen to an original... Them singing an original song in that, you know, whatever. <sighs> yeah. And I wouldn't even do that, really. It's the honest. fucking, it's the chocolate-covered pinot of fucking music, you know what I mean? It's grand, but after three of them, you're like, fuck, another chocolate pinot. Yeah. I have to eat another <laughs> chocolate <laughs> pinot, you mad. And the chocolate on it isn't very nice, I know, it's grainy. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not good that, chocolate. That fucking Bob's Barrigan's fucking chocolate. And I don't it, want that. And you're still eating a lot of salt with yeah. that sugar, and they don't mix that well not over really. a course. really. They've been 90 yeah. years about salted caramel. It's grand. But after like 10 minutes of it, you're like, ah. But if you go on, you go to Spotify and just put in bluegrass covers, you will be inundated oh. with every genre. You will find Nine Inch Nails. You will find death metal. You will find pop. You will find, fu- you name it. There is some cunt who has taken the formula of the fucking banjo and the shuffly guitar and the fucking hillbilly shuffle brush snare. There's, and there's just a kick drum. Boom, boom, Do you know boom, what this music is for? Gaff sessions where you go, oh, did you ever hear the bluegrass version? That's all it is. It's just for, for... Did you ever? And did you ever hear... Did you ever? Did you ever hear... Did you ever? Oh, no, stick that on the next YouTube... Uh, give, me the, give, me the, yeah. give me the controller. I want to Nobody finishes the song. Nobody finishes the song. No, you, play you will never. 40 seconds of a song before the next cunt is shouting yeah. over you. Oh, but you have a hair. It smells like teen spirit, but the lad with the banjo. Yeah. That's all it sure. is. It's just pointless. So if I could delete it, yes. 
And also, you don't ever need to listen to this music because this is what you do, right? Imagine it. There you go. You're done. That's it. What I just played for you there. Like, take that. I actually could. I was actually having a bit of trouble imagining that one. But now it's, it's not. I believe in a thing called Yeah. But what they do is they have this. We'll talk about it later in the song you picked as well. Um, there's a way of doing the vocals that um, I'm sure if you could program Pro Tools or something to do it, me and you could just go uh, into the microphone and let the little batch file run and it'll do this fucking upy downy little warble and it will sound like you could literally layer it on top of any song ever recorded and turn it into bluegrass. Like, it's so Maybe. formulaic, it's so processed, there's nothing different about any of the bands that do it. So, I, yeah, I, I, I would press the delete button on it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, there's not, it, that hasn't added anything to it music. It adds nothing to culture. No. Nothing. Nothing at all. Like, again, I, I don't hate it, I just, it's pointless. I don't, like, no. I don't mind a lot of the songs they're covering, yep. I don't mind Bluegrass. I have absolutely no reason to put them together. There's it's not just, there's, just, there's real proper bluegrass and like a patch lane music that's really cool. You know what I mean? I don't need to hear it transposed on top of a top ten hit. And I absolutely never want to hear it live because it would I'd be bored. I've seen it live I'd be and bored it, I've seen it live. I, we used to have bluegrass sessions in here. Okay. But that was original bluegrass. They were real, real bluegrass sessions. Yeah. But what they would do, this is real fucked up, what they would do for the last half an hour, forty minutes, they would do covers and everybody lost their fucking goddamn mind. Now as a person who's interested in fucking making money in my business, if I had the choice now between a bluegrass band and a bluegrass covers band, oh, yeah. I have to pick bluegrass covers. Of and the place will be full every night of the week. Yeah. Every fucking donkey known to man will be out. The bluegrass covers. And them fucking, the actual bluegrass players who are phenomenal musicians, they they're looking be. at you the banjo, The banjo alone is a nightmare. of a fucking instrument. Oh, it's a percussive stringed instrument. Set it on fire. <laughs> Set it on fire. One string is half the length of the rest of them. <laughs> Set it on fire. Set it straight on fire. Like, but you know what, just to be a prick, I'd love to get one. If there's, if there's such a thing as a fan of this mute, this style, I'd love to go, right, cool, cool. So, so you obviously like bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. so what's your favourite, like, Actual orig- bluegrass original song. bluegrass song? Yeah. The Pixies. No, hang on, I got this, I got this. Yeah. It's uh, Radiohead Creep. No, oh, no, it's... Uh, yeah. It's awful. Oh, Actually, Radiohead Creep has to be one of the most covered songs in these kind of alt styles. Alt stuff. Yeah, alt. Um, right, what's your next one? My next one is, I wanted to say jazz as a whole, but that's just silly. Mm. It's too much. So what I've written down here is white vaudeville fucking burlesque jazz. Right, so big band. Big band, yeah. Chicago. The song is from the Chicago musical. <sighs> yeah. All that jazz. I'm with you. Uh, Overture and all that jazz. This version is Catherine Zeta-Jones' version. Like, fucking home? hurts me. This, this, this shit hurts me. It's all that. Jazzy hands, but that little and all the women have top hats and little those little fucking what they call those shoes? No, I don't know clogs. I don't know. I just, I just, it just, it's a horror show. Broadway bullshit, fucking, it's the most pretentious shit. Like almost, almost the most pretentious shit in the world. The the musical form of Seth MacFarlane. Like he's he loves it as well. Of course he loves it. All this big band stuff. is mad for it. This, when I listened to this earlier, instantly, 
I was like, okay, so it's like Family Guy, all the little side things of Family yeah. Guy where they burst in the song about. I, I skipped them on every. Family I can't Guy watch thing. that show anyway because there's too many. <laughs> Do you remember that time we went to space and you met a fucking yeah. llama? No, I can't watch it. Do you remember when South Park ripped them with yeah. the manatees? That dead right? That was amazing. Yeah. That's the, one of the biggest borns I've seen. Yeah. And I like Family Guy. It's I grand. I can't do it. Uh, but I hate that he is putting his love of all that showbun mm. stuff in. And people are falling for it going, I like it too. I'm like, no, no, no. You like Family Guy or you like Ted or you like... Yeah, we don't American like Family. Yeah. But you don't really like that. Yeah. You're just... you. It's part of the show and you're going, yes... I accept this as part mm. of it and I like mm. it. And like, even with the movie Ted and he's the, the top hat and all, I skip all the intros of Seth yeah. MacFarlane films because they're yeah. all this bullshit. They're all the same, yeah. And it is self-indulgent shite this on his part. very much connected to that um, fucking caravan palace. I keep, I keep is, dying to but say... That's, you see, this, uh, that, that's Swing and I actually don't hate Swing as much as I hate this. Yeah. Like, I keep, I'm dying to say Planet Caravan all the time. It's, I have to stop Planet myself. Caravan, yeah. yeah. I what stop, a banger. Yeah, I have to stop myself saying Planet, Planet Caravan. Caravan. One of the best yeah. fucking songs yeah. ever. Yeah, I have to stop myself saying it. Um, Caravan yeah. Palace. <laughs> I have to. Like, <laughs> the, the, the connection there is undeniable to what the original thing is. Yeah. I believe, like you said, you, you're, you picked a... I'm going to play, play it real play quickly it, yeah, yeah. because everyone knows what I'm talking about and I don't need to. It's jazz hands. It's fucking... Um, Tassels and t- t- tiny it, little... Um, it's not even the burlesque side of it. It's more of that Chicago mm. and Liza Minnelli fucking... Oh, God, I can't... Spats. That's the, that's the thing they wear on their feet. It's like the shoes with the white... The leather shoes with the white thing <laughs> over them and sometimes it's tap dancey. Proto-mafia uh, music. Yeah. It's, it's actually... It's it's jazz... It's the jazz age 20s... Uh, Prohibition yeah. fucking What do they call them fucking things they put in the trumpet? Like a cup or a I know the thing you're talking about. Thing. That, that noise there. Yeah. Start spreading the news. Oh god. Disgraceful, yeah. And her her voice isn't even that bad because it's not it's not but so there's two there's two types of song. In this genre, right? I hate. That's one of them. They're kind of uppy. Kill yourself. Fucking. Don't do that. But then there's another song. You know the slower ones, the aggressive ones. The men in the dead, walking in the joint, and they go. And you're like, oh, fuck me, yeah. fuck off. Felix the cat music. Felix the yes. cat music. But it's when, the, you can hear the pretentiousness in the yeah. voice, when, especially when they go from, like, let's be honest, this it's, music. It's, it's stripper music for that's people who exactly never want about to take their clothes off. This is originally, originally music for fucking women to take their clothes off too, yeah. in front of like, mad men. You know and what I mean? In my head, I'm like, right, this would be incredible if I was deaf because I'd get to see boobs but I wouldn't have to be put through the torture of of the music and each, each song 20, 20 minutes long songs and all like, oh, no it's horrific I now, don't like I don't like brass sections to be honest with you unless they're done well and these are I don't like brass sections when they're done aggressively so for that, for that reason I don't like second waves or third wave ska because it's in your face trumpet yeah. bullshit yeah. but then this is just as loud oh, and yeah. obnoxious leading the way like and the little white gloves and, the, and, that, 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 and everyone's cool and we're so cool oh everyone's cool we're in Fuck a martini off. glass yeah. yeah I know it's awful it's awful um, did you know did you Shoy, know yeah. that Chicago is the second longest running show on Broadway behind Phantom of the Opera yes I'm glad because Phantom of the Opera is grand 
and I'm glad it's not number one. But it did surpass Cats, which is another pile of absolute garbage. And they made that film recently. See, they had to take that film back. What do you mean? They pulled it out of cinema. Did they? Yeah, they pulled it out of cinema. So they they released it, and like a week and a half later, there was so like everybody slagged the CG in it so much that were like. They actually went back and looked at it. The producers went, oh, fuck, yeah, this looks like PlayStation 2 graphics. It's ugly and it's actually unnerving. Yeah. You don't want to go and see some... Like, you know what? Be better off dressing them up. When you introduce... When they decided to introduce CGI to this, someone must have went... This is when you're fucking with. Yeah. Almost DNA. Yeah. Don't fuck around with that shit. Just dress them up and Don't do it. Don't do a China on that. Yeah. <laughs> dress them up and do it. Like, yeah. Don't drink that bat soup. <laughs> fucking. Uh, did you know it's not bat soup that caused it? Isn't that? Well, I'll tell you what. Go drink bat soup and yeah. then fucking. Have a bat soup and shut the fuck up yeah. then. Um, now, uh, yeah, they took it back and they're redoing the CG and they sonicked it, basically. They took oh, it back. God. But was that not just after the advert? Adver- uh, the, the no, trailer? It, it opened. Oh, God. it opened. Yeah, I think and it has James Corden, who is uh, the worst human. He is. I hate James Corden. I've never seen him in anything, and I hate him. You've never seen him in anything. I'd never watch oh, that. You'd want to see him. Much, you'd you know? see him much. You'll hate him. I don't, I'll never watch that. But I'm talking about carpool karaoke. Where know, he is, it. he's a fake. I, he's a big fat fake. I, don't I didn't care. mean fat. I did though. He's fat. I don't. I, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about him. Bar that everything I've ever seen him in, like clip boys. I just want nothing to do with him. I know that I know that he makes me know that I'm not a good person because th- I'm going to say something, and I'm going to have to just be honest about it. Do and, it. And some people in their head they don't. You don't have to agree with this out loud. It's awful. It's a fucking awful thing to say. Do it. But you know when someone is like John Candy, big fat and they're lovely and jolly. You're yeah. like, love that guy, and his fatness is making him even funnier and better. And you're like, boy, it's not really funnier. But I just mean like it just makes him more amicable. It's just, I don't know why, but it also has the opposite effect of someone's annoying and fat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, just, I'm always, that's I'm awful. Always, that's a fucking awful thing to say. I'm forever. But I'm just being, I'm just, I'm saying something that I'm trying to, I'm I'm trying to work on myself, okay? But James Corden coming along and fucking it up on me. I'm, 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 whenever I see someone like that, because I think of John Candy and I think about how much of a fucking cokehead and speedball head he was, <laughs> yeah. I'm always thinking, oh, Chris Farley. they're poison-like, poison to themselves and everybody around them. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little side now. Right. Because I got I caught you out a few times when uh, you went for a slash and I talked shit about you in the microphone. You did? Right. I'm going to go for a slash and I'm going to leave the microphone live. I'm not doing... I'm not, I don't you have anything do prepared now. doesn't matter. I don't. doesn't matter. Are you ready? I don't have I'm anything leaving. prepared. I'm not doing anything I'm walking like away now. Because you're going to edit it anyway. No, I'm not. I'm going to leave it in. You have exactly 12 seconds. This is his toward piss, by the way, and I haven't had one single one. So... Whatever's happened over the course of this podcast where I've become the piss merchant, he's in there now on his third one in the space of 40 minutes. So uh, that's his bladder fucked, not mine. I should just say that. And that's all I'm going to say. I didn't pause it though because I'll fuck it up. That's all right. But did you just stay quiet? Well, for that bit, I didn't. Did you not? Did you not talk shit about me? No. I just had a big healthy way. Did you? Well, you're not going to cut, you have to cut some of that out now. I might, I don't know. Well, you have to, because I... I, I, <coughs> I, could, I could have been a if you want, yeah? No, but there's a big joint gap of... I'll fill it with something good. I'll talk shit about you yeah. and me gaff and edit now. That's not cool. I won't do that. It's hilarious, though. I had a big healthy wee there. What? Yeah, you can only say a big healthy shit. There's nothing as a healthy piss. No, like, you have to get rid of all the, like, oxidants and all out of your body. Or That's the definition of pissing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I listened to you were in the Brazilian football team, you could drink it. Do you remember that? Rumour. To drink their own piss. That's a Brazilian football team back in the nineties or eighties or something. Drank their own piss. That's how you get the Zika virus. That's how you get the coronavirus. Did you know that's not how they got the Zika virus? That's just a misconception. Basically, drinking a, bo- a bowls of uh, bat soup made of piss. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, full on fuck big band uh, Seth MacFarlane music. I'm 100% behind it. You know what? I can't figure out whether I hate the fast ones or the slow ones. I think I hate them both equally. All that Essentially, let's be honest, right? It's designed for. Okay, so the people who make it and the people who keep it alive are probably going to be the people who. Had no friends as when they were kids, and their mummies and daddies made them go to like drama schools and stuff like that. This is hugely in drama school, and you see, you have to remember this is also a musical, so it's mixing music I hate with a fucking shy acting like. But I hate musicals for I the most hate part. Musicals bar two or three of them. Yeah, like um, I can honestly probably name about ten, if I sat down and I really thought about it, I could probably get five to ten musicals that I go, okay, I like that. Yeah, me too. I'd probably be of a similar... And I say half my Disney fucking movies as well, to be honest with you. I never even thought about that. That wouldn't yeah. even... No. I, I get uncomfortable when people start singing in movies. And you know the camera starts panning around them, I'm like, mm. what's going on? This is awkward. Imagine this happening in real life. I'd knock, oh, the, just, knock the bollocks out of him. Oh, yeah. Especially in the middle of a fight or something. Yeah. Like, start, oh. I remember trying to watch that Elton John one I recently. Did you not... You remember at the start of it, remember his dad wouldn't talk to him? Yeah. Because dad knew that eventually he's going to have... A body full of penises. Made of them. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be loving every minute of it. Of course he is, yeah. And fucking absolutely fair play to him. But his dad knew. I think... I don't know why. Dad knew. That was dad's knew. Yeah. And his dad's clearly not into... Well, he obviously... Idea. Elton John obviously hates his dad via the portrayal of his father in that but, movie. So his well. father is this fucking stoic arsehole. But do you remember the moment his dad breaks into song? Yep. I went, stop that there. That's me out. I, c- I couldn't do it anymore. I was waiting for him to start singing fucking... Him to start singing Rocket Man <laughs> songs later on, mm. and I can put up with that because I can imagine that it's maybe a music video. Because I don't mind Elton John's songs, I don't mind Elton John himself. He's a fucking cranky bastard, and I like that about him. But he's written some of the greatest songs of all time. He's a, well, he probably hasn't. Mm. Has he? Mm. I thought another guy writes for him. He's no, got a writing partner. No, has a fellow who writes lyrics from. He can't do lyrics. Oh right, he can lyrics do music are like a motherfucker. He, he refuses, flat out refuses the lyrics. You know lyrics, what? Yeah. I don't like his style of piano playing, but it is incredibly impressive. Mm. That playing like it's almost like he he inserts his fingers into the keys and then becomes one with the machine. Becomes one with the machine, and it's that's fucking great. Benny and the Jets, fucking Tony Dancer. I've I've said it before. That just he's just he's he's outrageous. He's outrageous. I could deal without the pomp, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'd love to see him walk out bald, wearing the t-shirt and jeans and a piano. Do you know what I mean? You say that. That's what I'd be into. You say that now, but the image of that is terrifying. Yeah, but I'd be into just him as a real human. Not the fucking fake Elton John that we're exposed to. I'd be at the real Elton John. Like what he looks like in the morning when he wakes up. If you read him out of bed at 7 o'clock in the morning, it's like, fucking play the piano, you can't Put a camera so on him. Um, he, obviously, he's had probably addiction through his life with drugs. Mm, he has, definitely. Riddled, riddled. He was, he was a fucking fiend for mm. all the drugs. But you know what one of his more recent addictions was? Buying flowers. Yeah, I did read that. He, he, he like spent a ludicrous amount <laughs> on flowers all the time. Listen, when you have ludicrous amounts of money and you fucking... And, like, unless you have a fucking real bad allergy, that's not a bad thing to buy. Mm. Now, that to me would be worse than drugs for me because if someone bought, brought my, made my house full of pollen, I'd die. Would you? Yeah, my nose even now is fucked. Really? It's constantly fucked. I have zero allergies. So, um, I don't zero. take back what I said about James Corden. I don't, yeah, let's... So yeah. let's move on. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one? Christian metal. Christian metal is fucking weird. It makes me uncomfortable. It really does. Because do you know what? It's weird. Do you know what's horrible? Do you know what the worst part about it is? When you find a song that's deadly, mm. but you know you can't really enjoy it. Yep. 
Uh, so I picked a band called uh, Disciple. The song is called By God. It doesn't really matter uh, what the song is. It's just an By example. God. Great Scott. Um, what in the Dickens? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, uh, like I said, it doesn't really matter. I just, I just pulled a, 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 a Christian metal band out of my hole. It's, this song sounds like, uh, what's that fucking, ooh, ah, 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 band? Disturbed. This sound, yeah, this sounds like disturbed. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, actually, speaking of disturbed, they're, they're in a bit of a genre of their own now of what I would consider troops metal. Oh, yeah, they're definitely sliding into there. Definitely sliding because into you there. know, when they released that sound of silence, they, they put up a video of them and loads of firefighters met up with them. Of course, they going, did. By the way, that song meant a lot to us. I'm like, okay, should be listening to real. So, uh, that was a genre that was sorry before you went mm. to that. There was a, I was going to put a genre in this. Called Troops Metal. So yep. it's Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> and even you could even slip some Pantera into that. Mm. Basically, metal that appeals to American troops in tanks while they're this, ravaging a fucking small Middle Eastern fucking village or whatever. This is what I'm going to talk about. Also, you just hit on a point. So, Christian Metal goes under a load of different names as well, right? You've got White Metal. <laughs> it's well. known as White Metal. Yeah, yeah, white I'd, metal. I'd, I'd steer away from that. That sounds wrong. Jesus metal. Yeah, that's funny. That's what I would call it as a joke. Heavenly metal. That's funny because it sounds like heavy metal. And unblack metal. Don't do that. Right? Now, me personally, <laughs> I like to call it police metal. Police? Yeah. Right? Police metal. The police. This exactly is what fucking I think of when I think of like American cops yeah. or fucking firefighters, right? Look what you're talking about. Let troops metal show you. I think of them is they want to get the rock on. The, yeah, absolutely. You're right. They want to you're get right. the rock on. I'll so tell you, I'll tell you who I think reminds me of Vukwan. That's interesting, actually. Right? Now, what I did find when I was doing a little bit of research on this, there's loads of bands I didn't know were fucking Christian metal bands. Don't do it with yourself. You'll ruin some good shit on yourself. Fucking under out. Oh come on! Right, Did you not know they were. Yeah, but like I didn't, but never went balls deep. They're just actually, new like, songs. They're all right. Like, yeah, exactly. To be honest. Now, what I'll say is that loads of these bands, loads of these Christian metal bands, part of the deal about being a Christian metal band, right? You've got secular and what do they call it? Fuck me, they call. I'm sorry, evangelical yeah. and non-evangelical, right? right. They can't be secular, surely. No, <laughs> actually, a few, a few of them did go, did turn secular. Or else just stop marketing. Not well, loads of them stop marketing themselves as that. Yeah, but um, uh, loads of them did turn secular and actually release like satanic metal bands. Uh, sorry, satanic metal albums and just yeah. black metal albums. Um, you got Underworld. You got As I Lay Dying. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't know they were Norma Jean. You didn't know they were. I, I didn't know they were. Though. They're deadly. They're good. Right? But I knew. And I, I just like like we talked about earlier. I don't like Converge and all that kind of show. Yeah. Norma Jean has some fucking outrageous do, yeah. killer songs. Now that's more of your kind of Christian metal core. There's a shit ton of that. What I will say is that years ago, there was a savage hardcore band called um, X Death Star X, they were called. <laughs> right? That sounds like me taking the piss it does. out of Now, hardcore. I'm pretty sure they just call themselves Death Star, right? But yeah. as a kid, that's the way it was written. X Death Star X. So they're straight edge as well. Straight edge Christian hardcore, right? right. Now, what I'm going to do is going to play I this, just feel this judged already by them. I'm going to play... I'm a judgy cunt, I I'm going to play Disciple by God, right? Here we go. Standard metal cardi metal choice. E minor. Look at the E minor. 
bit of rap as well. A little bit. We gotta get some more screaming. We'll jump in a bit here. So we got your mob, your ooh ah 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 kind of show you. Without you, I can do nothing. Right? Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I instantly started to hate it by the end there. I was like, no, I'm lying to that now. Oh, I it's actually just found X Death Star X, right? You ready? Yeah. Right, here we go. This is a, a Christian straight edge hardcore band. Don't invite them to any parties. I'm not even joking. I really like this band. I didn't know that they were like a fucking Christian band. See, to me, it wouldn't matter with that because I can't yeah. figure out what the fuck he's saying. See, I love all that garbage music. So, right? so I unless he, unless they're, unless I'm reading interviews where they're going, uh, fucking pontificating and all that. Yeah, that's not going to affect me listening to them. Um, but it's only when it's only when like the song titles, like like Kanye West's last one, yeah, for instance. Of course, that's is, but that's is, is good, but it's too it's too I much. Hear, I can hear the word Jesus and God coming up every few minutes. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. Stop. Now, worldwide, there are 10 Christian metal festivals, right, in the yeah, world. Like, yeah, I could probably imagine right. that as well. That band Zell were good. Zell, yeah, exactly. The, the fam- most famous one is Stryper. Oh, yeah. Right, Stryper, the most famous Christian metal band yeah. of all time. Right? Are they German or I imagine that? Uh, they are either German or Dutch. It might yeah. be Dutch. Um, so this whole thing kind of started in the late 70s with bands like uh, a band called The Resurrection Band, a band called Jerusalem and a band called Striper. I'm telling right? you right now that half of, half of these bands that have existed only said they were Christians so they could use the church as a fucking rehearsal room. But this is my biggest point. Oh, right. To Sorry. do No, it's crap. <laughs> to deal with all of this, okay? Um, I, all right, the, the entire genre is more than a genre. It's a fuck you. Okay, it's really nice, nice fuck you. So, it, it's not necessarily a serious thing. I don't think it's a serious thing. I think that there's an element in Christianity that can't allow any part of pop culture to go untouched. Without, ha- they feel like they have to have their tiny slice of it. Of course, okay? they're, they're PR people. Exactly. They're, they're still PR. They're so, all, it's all PR for them. Now, when I, it, it's difficult when I, when I talk about something like Christian metal. It's not like I'm saying that fucking the, the Vatican funded all these bands, right? That's not the case. I believe that... Did they not? Th- no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think that there might be an element of people who grew up Christian or in any way religious that want to make that heavy music, but they'll get lost in the mix. So if they take their fate and it becomes a focal point, it's it, it, it's similar to that bluegrass covers. They can go from being in the bedroom playing through a fucking line six spider with their fucking Fender Square to being in a festival. And if yeah, you're right. And if there's only ten festivals, exactly, that's a huge to, to niche. Pro- probably a hundred thousand people. because yeah. the people who are going to these Christian festivals, they're not going because of the music. They're going to hang out with other Christians. You know what I mean? Well, first of all, they're going to go to fucking they show up at the holy water on their fucking striper t-shirts. But straight up, let's be honest, they're looking for anal sex off boards who don't want to have fucking sex before I they get married. Just gonna say, and they want to get their dicks up. I was gonna say right? they're gonna have a lot of anal sex. Exactly right. This is just a thing. That exists in the world. Nothing to do with us. We didn't invent it. This is a real thing. So if you take the kind of sex, drugs and rock and roll part of rock and roll and you cut out the fucking sex part of it, swap that out for just fucking brown eye banging and blowjobs. 
And no hangovers. No hangovers because they're drinking fuck all bar, a little bit of fortified wine or whatever the fuck it is yeah. while blessing each other. You cut out the drugs because they're not doing fucking drugs. Right? It ain't happening. They're sitting around campfires fucking singing Kumbaya when it keeps the guitar at two o'clock in the morning. Kumbaya, my lord. Exactly, right? But <laughs> it's, an ex- it's an exclusive club that you can be a part of. While, like satanic metal, black uh, metal, whatever, it's be, not. The, the money, money has to be, be there. Delicious. The money has to be there. It has to be. So it's I, like fucking playing Israel, man. The money exactly. must be delicious. You just take, you take that Russian money or that Israeli money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody else in the world is like, what are you doing that for? Pussy, Ruya. Like, lad, 10 grand for half an hour, say. Sorry about you. You know what I mean? I'll give, if Pussy Roy show up, I'll give, you know, I'll give him a taxi fare home. But like, What's Pussy Roy got to do with it? I'm just saying, Russia, people were putting... You weren't allowed to play Russia for a long oh, but time. They, but, they, but Pussy Roy are so against the Russian government that they, mm. would, they would be fine. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The whole thing was because of the, the government's treatment of groups like Pussy Roy in Russia. Um, if you were in a band that were playing Russia, even up to this day, you will get a hard time in the fucking internet. It's, it's, it's the same thing as playing Israel. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Because of that government's treatment of uh, free speech groups. Um, So, for you to just jump in and be a Christian metal band, you instantly have a fan base. You don't have to be good. Yeah. You don't have to be good. You don't have to explain to your man that what you're listening to. Yeah, and they'll be like, I don't like the music you're playing, but man, look at these lyrics. See that bit there? That's from John 12. And Mm. she's like, oh God, it is actually. Oh God, you are actually a good son. Exactly. um, It's like when I was a kid, I remember... uh, Getting user, user Illusion 2. My mother and father never gave a shit about anything I listened to. Ever, ever, ever. I might have told the story in the podcast before, I can't remember. They never cared about anything I listened to. But one of my friend's mothers heard the lyrics to Get in the Ring and lost her goddamn fucking mind <laughs> and rang every other mammy and told them, listen, this is fucking, you can't have them listen to this. And my other one, just under pure peer pressure, yeah. told me nothing. Well, I don't want to be the man that lets that happen. Exactly, I'm not going to be the only one. I don't want to get. I want, I want to be part of the second phone call that goes around. Exactly. Well, first of all, I don't want to be the one that all the kids come to the house and listen to me here. Because you know I, I, mean? I haven't got enough fish fingers exactly. to feed all the exactly. <laughs> So, um, th- th- there's definitely an element to that. So, if, if you want to be, you want to skip the kind of hard work and determination part of being in a band. I think you just jump into being a Christian metal band, and realistically, within six months, you can be playing a festival in fucking Sweden or America yeah. to ten thousand people. We know a guy that uh, was we do? quite. Uh, well, I don't know, but we know we know of him. You might know him. Actually. I know him a little bit. Um, who was in a popular band over here? They went to Japan. I think uh, all of a sudden, the next I heard of him, he was in a Christian rock band. Yeah, we looked and, him up there. And the, the views were like tens million. But this is a lad from Ireland. Mono. Where, yeah, like Christianity, while it is a massive kind of facet of Irish life, and we deal with it every day. Like I don't know anybody who identifies as being a Christian, and he's in our age bracket. So he moved to the states, yeah. and I, I, man, I remember the lad. He was a nice chap, but I never got that feeling off him that he was kind of pious in any way. But he must have just got the sniff of the few. Bob. I know a lot, but I know a lot of people that will meet, go over to America and maybe meet a girl. Oh yeah, and their family will they'll be like, oh, we're going to give you a job. You've got somewhere yeah. to live until you have yeah. your own place. Here's the thing, though. Every Sunday, yeah, we're Lutheran. You are coming yeah. to that church. Yeah. And my daughter will not be with someone. Now, that's not what I'm saying with this case. I'm so, that's absolutely not what I'm saying in this I case. 100, I've, I've lived that life myself for a while. Did you? Yeah, 100 Did you? Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I didn't go to church or like that, but I, like, I went to church feats and all this. Uh, whenever oh I went to all yeah, I, I, I've done all that, yeah. Did you? In America, not Just here. for the ride. Not even. <laughs> not even. Fucking hotels are there over there, lad. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to edit that bit out. Um, no, you don't. One minute, 30, one hour, 35 minutes. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, listen, Christian Metal, it's a... Uh, it's 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 you're right, it's a walk. It adds nothing. It, it adds nothing. Um, I, I also, I'm not. I'm, it's not. I'm not saying this because satanic metal is savage. Yes, yeah, it is though. It suits, some of it is it suits it so much more. Well, it works. This doesn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have it like particularly against this. I just can't get into it because I'm not religious. And they're like, when, right, okay. Here's the thing, right? When metal bands are talking about either the devil or dragons, I know they're not fucking serious. Ninety nine percent of the time. So I can, but if I think someone is trying to tell me something actually and educate me with music or even just sing about something that I'm so not into, I can't relate to it and I can't really get into it. So when it comes to Christian metal, there is some songs like bands that I'll have songs I'll play. They sneak go, through. That's good. It's good. Whatever. As long as I don't really POD. think too much about it. Yeah. I don't I mean, care. Yeah. Some of that POD stuff's unreal. Yeah, it is. To be they honest. had HR Bad Brains in a song and it's absolutely bananas. I don't care. I still talk about it. That fucking, it's that album, Satellite. I don't give a fuck. It's made so well. Like, it's fucking, even the shite songs are like, Jesus Christ, that's really good. Like, lyrically, it's amazing. Because they're not, even though they're Christian. Lyrically, it's amazing. Lyrically, it's fantastic. You go and listen to that fuck. Like, listen to the way they, they, they uh, structure. Their verses and choruses and it's amazing and it's, it, there's none of it that I could I couldn't find you a bit in that that's godly yeah a lot of these bands can be quite clever yeah they can talk about divinity they yeah. can talk about seeing the light give your life up to a higher power yeah. but they're not like fucking God save me I'm your brother too because yeah. he got shot and you survived that's, that's how and you now he works in the zoo that's right? how I can relate <laughs> to it if they don't if I can ignore it enough like basically if someone's cooking food and they tell me that there's aubergines or fucking whatever Project. Just filth veg. As long as it's very thinly sliced and I can't tell it's in there really. We'll live with it. I'll live with it. I'll get Live with it. it. We'll live with it. Anyway, let's move on. That was uh, Police Metal, aka Christian Metal. I will say this as well. I wouldn't delete the jazz uh, genre of that thing because it probably led to other cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. As well as that. You were saying that's like police metal. I think that's metal for. People who are afraid People of weren't, metal. weren't, yeah, weren't allowed to. So they got married at yeah. the age of 18. Oh, yeah. And they have a tribal tattoo, but they also <laughs> have the hands together and the beads oh, tattoo. Yeah, the beads, yeah. And that's their anger release. I'm going to get that tattooed on my ball bag. The, I'm not even lying. Really? The, the hand, clasp hands. Hand on each yeah, with the rosary. Mental. Mm. That's it. Yeah, uh, on my bollocks. So. <laughs> Who's your next one? My next one is Mumble Rap. Okay. And the song is Migos uh, Motorsport 2018. Yeah. Now, it's a prime example. Th- this is a prime example of it, but it's not the prime example of really where it, it went. began. Or, mm. So it's also called Emo Rap. Yep. And usually, rap. usually the teams are, it's sort of on SoundCloud. Mm. Really, this is kind yep. of, a lot of stuff would be like the sad boy stuff where they're talking about mm. uh, prescription drug addiction and being sad and anxious yeah. all the time. They're not breaking up with them. Yeah, and they're singing usually over trap beats. Yep. And there is... Half half speed trap beats. Half speed trap beats and they're mumbling a little bit and it's there's huge amount of auto-tune even in that mumbling stuff. Yeah. So and it's 808 heavy as fuck. The 808 is really heavy and it's really aggressive, loud 808 stuff as well. And... Uh, that is a huge part of it. So that the, drum beat, that drum. The 808 was a, is a drum machine, folks, if you don't. This is nerd show. The 808, was a TRS-808 or the TS-808? I can't remember. TS-808, I think. It's a very important drum yeah. beat to hip-hop. Um, hugely important to hip-hop. It was the, one of the first uh, 
massively used standalone drum machines. This is kind of pre-computer, so it's this big, kind of creamy, white thing with weird pads on it. Yeah, so you wouldn't have to take drum samples, you make your own, yeah. really, basically from it. And um, So I'll play a little bit of um, Motorsport by Migos. This is an incredibly commercial version of yeah. what I'm talking about, but yeah. still, mumble rap to me, people like Little Peep and your man XXX Tentacion, whatever Extension. I don't even, that's not even how you no, pronounce it. No, it's not, no, that's how I say it. He pronounces it XXX. Tentacion or something like that, isn't it? It's like a Japanese Tentacion. Kind of, yeah. Tentacion, yeah. I think. Or Tentacion. Yeah. He, yeah. he puts a weird thing on it. Anyway, he's dead now, anyway, and he was a horrible woman abuser, anyway, so fuck him. Um, Here's your man with the colour of the hair. Was he not uh, the Tenchi snitch? Tenchi 666, six, yeah. 6-9. Something, Tenichi, Tenchiku, I can't yeah, remember his name. Yeah, there's too many, it looks like someone fell, uh, you know, an, on a keyboard, a, yeah. an accidental text from your pocket. That's what a lot of these rappers, that's the oldest man thing I've ever said. Isn't it? Those names sound like they just made a mistake on their phone. So this is Motorsport. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So there you can instantly hear that auto-tune, lazy type of vocals. I'll skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. There's that drum beat. Yep. Not even that much, but yes, no. That's shy. It's Dorothy. You know, you know who's to blame for all that? Shy. Uh, isn't it? It's Chuck D. It's Chuck D. Yeah, it's Chuck D. It's Chuck fucking D. Diddle uh, diddle diddle. Yeah, That's so, a cool thing to do in rap, though. Yeah, Solomon Robot, you treated it like Solomon Robot, because I love Solomon Robot, because I love He invent, not invented it, but he popularized it's, 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 it's when you're doing like a regular rap beat and you flip you it, feel it yeah. to be a little bit yeah. re- slightly almost reversed yeah. so yeah. instead of it goes it can be cool on that it's fucking super but when you listen to an entire genre of doing that it's 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 kind of lamey now every song in that genre is almost identical it is it is like it's again we talked about formulas a lot in this podcast but there's sort of yeah so the formula that is right it'll be like and it'll come up the outro they also uh, popularised the whoop, didn't they? Woo! Uh, Did they? There's Woo! lots of yeah. that in that, yeah. yeah. That's kind of... Look, this genre, right, doesn't really bother me hugely. I just think it's sort of... It's, it's, weirdly, it's where rap has gone now, and it's, the, it's, it's one of the biggest things in rap now. Where you've got like people like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. J. Cole, who actually came out... J. Cole out has said, some beast songs. Though. He's incredible. Two people who've come out and slagged this type of music officially, which is a dangerous thing to do because these are kids making the music in their bedroom, which is not a cool thing to slag. Mm. And it's not really fair to, as well as that, you have to understand as well. So, so I'll say Eminem and J. Cole are two people that came out and, and uh, slagged it off. People also don't really want to tear down other young black yep. kids. Because who knows where making, they're going to go money, yeah. with it? Like. Making money, yeah. yeah. So this is, this is now, in the last f- five years where rap has evolved to but you still have people like like I was saying J. Cole Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar still making very good rap that's just Kendrick has a lot of mumble in there as well there's a bit of that in there but it's still it's still not his that's not really his thing and the sound of this rap for the most part, now some of the songs like that, Migos Motorsport is bad. That's a bad yeah. song. And a lot of Migos stuff is grand. It's it's that lazy stuff. Are they all drinking that lean maybe? Or that's a different yep, thing. That's well, it's, a Xanax. it's Xanax. They're on Xanax and they're yeah. kind of like stoned the fuck out of it on prescription drugs rather than weed. So you're not getting gang strapped, you're getting this. And it's it's not like 
the worst thing you'll ever hear. It's just not But good. I just think it's... It's lazy. I, I can't wait till Literally it goes lazy. away. I can't, yeah. wait, I can't wait to see what hip-hop has next because this is... And the grand scheme of where hip-hop started from in the 80s, it had an amazing journey. And we've seen some incredible breakthroughs in hip-hop. I just feel this is a... This is like if, if rap was one artist... And, and all the albums were like gangster. He had a gangster rap album. This would be the album you go, oh, he's losing it now. What's and that? Is it Lil Peep? Lil Peep. Doing the fucking Gucci song or whatever it's called. Gucci Gang. Gucci That's a Gang. painful song to listen to. That's not Lil Peep. That's uh, Gucci Mane. Is it? Gucci Mane's on it. Fucking hell, that's annoying me now. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, yeah. Gucci Gang. That's, Jesus, are you going to play it? No. I thought you were going to play that. No, I want the, I want the final because I want to see how many... Uh, it's Lil Pump, yeah, it is. Lil Pump. I want to see how many uh, plays he has. Oh, probably in the hundreds of yeah, millions. This is at least. I have to go to. Li- I have to go to his uh, fucking. I had to put this page. on because it's a disappointing chapter. That is a uh, to me in rap, but it's also I'm not gonna tear it. Half asunder. over half a billion players. Jesus. On Gucci Gang. Stick it on. Stick it on. You ready? It's so bad. It's fucking garbage. Yeah. Just jump in. Yeah. I can't. That's that's that's, that's the song. Yeah, it's the that's the, song. that's the main hook. Repeating that over and over again. Oh god, listen, I'm sorry, but there's a few bits of the music of Mumble Rap that's actually quite good. But the, the, the auto-tuned and the lazy sort of druggy vocals, man, and they're singing a bit like they're glamorizing. Like, whatever about people glamorizing misogyny and fucking drug abuse and shooting, and people. shooting people. There's something that's really, like, lame about talking about, like, Xanax and stuff. I was like, okay. Whatever. Yeah, this, this is definitely a very modern explosion. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that it's, it started off completely independent. So SoundCloud, these were 100%, hit, yeah. massive hits. Like, that's a SoundCloud. genre now. Like, SoundCloud rap SoundCloud is a genre. genre. That's, but that's part of this. Yeah. Mumble rap is a huge part of uh, SoundCloud rap. And trap, again, is part of, like, that's based on... Listen, there's not a huge amount of sound. I kind of hope it goes away soon because, to me, it feels lazy. It's well, not inspiring l- l- at all. Literally, it's lazy. It's literally lazy, but yeah. also, in the grand scheme of the chapters of hip-hop, I find it to be... Some well, parts are okay, be, but it's really... Uh, it's not inspiring No, not at all. It could then be, again, look, who am I to say... Look, I'm fucking a white lad from Ireland in his 30s. You're not white. I'm not white, I'm Irish, am I? Yeah. I don't it's get very important. I don't get that. I still have all the privileges I do if I go up to America as seen as a white person. I just spilled uh, wax all over my phone. Spilled uh, wax on the phone now. Spilled uh, wax. wax on the phone now. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Can't unlock now. my phone because it's covered in wax. Woo! Um, yeah, no. Let's move on. I'm not into the rumble up. I kind of hope it goes away. I it fair play to the lads for getting big. Listen, this is a classic example of supply and demand. They came out with something that people loved and people wanted it. I just hope... It hit at the exact right time it needed to hit. I just want to see what the next chapter is. I wanted it to get a bit more interesting. It'll be a perfectly fine f- uh, forming ground for actual artists. I think. Yeah, I but even the top people in Mumble Rap, I think, are shite. Yeah, of course. So I'm looking for like the best people in it and like no, 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 no let's let's move on. Would I, de- would I delete this genre? No. The kids, like you said, might come on and, and go, right, I'm bored of this. What's the next cool thing? Because I don't think I don't it's not inspiring. Who's your next one? Uh my last one. 
your last one. It's not a genre. Again, it's uh, much in the same way of the bluegrass covers. It's a kind of a style of uh, of music and a style that's become very popular in the last. I think, I think if you make if you can make a solid years. playlist of it, it kind of is oh, a genre. 100%. I know what you mean though. It's not really a genre, more of a it's just, a just style. A, yeah, yeah, it's just a way of doing things. Um, it's slow covers. Oh, it's like slow that, that covers. they have on all the Marvel films. Yep. Oh god, yeah, yep. they are fucking annoying. Mm. They're slow covers. So I picked. Uh, they actually they drain me a little bit. Yeah, they 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 they, uh, they take some of my energy. They don't. I, I don't know. I don't really. I listen to them and I, I don't feel inspired to do anything. I don't feel. I don't really feel anything. Yeah. Um. So I picked um uh, a woman called Billy Martin and she done a uh, "In for the Kill" that Larue song. Um. Oh right. It's a grand song. I just picked that for no particular reason. But for the last kind of six, seven years, pretty much every trailer for a television show or a movie has had a slow song in it. Yeah. Right? Is it like, it's some kind of floaty, almost dream pop. Very with, with a girl singing, yeah, yeah. like, it's always girls. Is this real life or is it yeah. fantasy? In, in, in this kind of... Oh, so it's Queen. Just play the fucking yeah. Queen song. In this era, it's always girls. It's very rarely men. Now, yes. I do... What Stay I will your say, phone. you're there making a bags of that. I'm gonna, yeah, I don't, even have, I don't even have a phone, like a cover on the actual <laughs> screen. There is wax all over girls' yeah, phone. That's my 1500 euro phone. Jeez, the, what the, the fuck? You um, launched nukes from that? Yeah. Um, I didn't pay, don't worry. Holy 50. Well, I did actually. Do? What does that do? I don't, who cares? It doesn't charge, I tell you that much. <laughs> just, as after today, all that, your charging port is broke. Yeah. That's like buying a fucking Ferrari and the thing you put the petrol in the petrol cap. And you used the inside of my Wu Tang clan hat. You're going to wreck that hat putting wax on that now, by the way. Whatever. But I don't wish. I'm not giving Riz any of my real money. <laughs> um, yeah, this style of music is. It's oh. whatever. Now, here's. You can go back a million years. But I'm a creep. <laughs> no, yeah. You can go back a million years and find the birth of this music. But what I will, I'm going to put it forward here as to where this trend came from. And it's your man, Gary Jules, doing Mad World. Fucking right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I, oh, man, that annoys me, that. Yeah. From from uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, Donnie Darko. The, the Tears for Fear song. Tears Mad for Fear song is incredible. I like your man's version of it as well. But if but we go, I, if we I go back. It, honestly, the first time I heard it, I felt... Like he was, he was a vampire draining my soul, mm. draining the blood and soul and essence. And I don't have a lot of essence left in me. Yeah, no. Um, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm feel your pain. I feel your pain. This is um, Gary Jules, 2003, the Donnie Darko soundtrack. This song was huge. Familiar faces. People fucking went mad for the song, right? Again, this is down to that bluegrass cover fucking syndrome where people know the song already and they got to hear it in a new way right uh, so 2018 2019 every fucking trailer for television for movies for whatever had a slow song in it um, this is not the worst style of music it's just it blew up so quick and swamped people that it burned itself out it burned itself out really really quick um, people love kind of dark brooding haunting songs and doing this to songs they love is is like a real cheap and effective way yeah. to get known real quick. Like, let me play this. This, like this, like I said, in for the kill. If my phone unlocks, I will. Oh my god, it's a Christmas Your waxy phone. It's a Christmas miracle, right here. We are now waterproof phone. Let me. I'm gonna just gonna jump in. I hit the microphone. Hang on. Let's play a couple of seconds of this here. Oh. It's just the same as every other version of every you other song. The people will think that this is not offensive. It just annoys me. 
I and find just, it really draining. You take a two minute song and you make it fucking six minutes long, you know what I mean? Just jumping around. I can't even find the chorus. I'm trying to find the chorus. Delayed piano and the. There you go. You're there. And you never use you never use the mi- the major turns in the chorus. Ever, ever. You have to change them back to minor again. Now I'll tell you who's a fucking pig for it. This Tori Amos is a fucking pig. Well, she for did it. an album. She was one of the first people to do yeah. an album of of that. Of covers. In I that remember song. being so disappointed with that. And now I will have to give it a second listen because my disappointment took over when I heard like smells like things were like. Ugh. Oh, you actually don't mind that version. It's fine. I it's need whatever. to go back because I need to. I need to. Park my disappointment from those years ago and listen to it with fresh ears. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because there's nothing really to talk about. What, what I will say is that I call it melting. It's the way I call this type of music. You take a song and you melt it, right? You melt it, yeah, you put it in the microwave and yeah. you stretch it out. Yeah, you just melt it. And it's, it seems, it's, a, it's a really quick way of getting an instant kind of listenership. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, covers right. as a rule are always a good introduction to a band or whatever. You just, it's a poison chalice we, as well. It though. is. A, look at Alien Ant Farm and yeah. whatever. It right? can be we a can poison find, chalice that do a cover f- as your biggest song. Exactly. Yeah. We can find a hundred of those bands that done a cover, done really well, and nobody gives a fuck about the real stuff. However, you take this style, if they're just banging out, they're churning out this fucking slow, melty, fucking fondue, fucking pot shite, where it's just <laughs> the same concepts applied to popular songs. Now, I'll give it to this girl, uh, this woman, Billy Martin. That's like this cover is kind of stuffed at the end of her album. I, I gave the rest of it a listen. It's not the exact same as this, but it's not a million fucking miles off as well. Um, I. Oh, tell me. It's big up half as slow as that, even. Listen, do you know what? I just want to move on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's do your last one because this is a beautiful one. My last one is a genre I've wanted to talk about for a while. It's so stupid. It's called Bro Country. Yep. And this uh, this song is a, a, a flagship song in the Bro Country uh, thing. Florida Georgia Line Cruise from 2013. So, Bro Country is country music with a very specific formula. And the formula is songs about attractive young women drinking, partying, and pickup trucks, and Friday, and beer. Uh, Alcohol, yeah, but also maybe sometimes whiskey. It has to be specific beer. It has to be like a drinking a Coors Light or a Budweiser. And they probably get maybe sponsorship from that. So um, this is a bastardization of what I consider to be good because I like country I think country music is really good can I genuinely be. do it can be it can be awful but this is to me this is kind of painful because anything formulaic like even a lot of the mumble rap and those mm-hmm. uh, bluegrass covers and any covers after a while you're like what is the point of this now yep. what is the point of this so this is a new thing that even regular country artists are like this music's uh, the cheap it is cheap the yeah. cheap pop plastic version of country music but this but, but even then the pop country pop yep. country is a different thing to what I'm talking about this yeah. bro country is where you have to lyrically break it down obviously this is completely male dominated there is songs that girls have about the weekends going out and doing the weekend but this is a really honestly specific and huge part of the of the genre now so a US radio station did a checklist um of all the biggest bro country songs and they all had the checklist there already. So it's Boots, Alcohol, Jeans, 
jeans for fuck's sake trucks guns farm equipment the word girl and a rural setting but that even that that the music is sort of uh, supposedly a tight no i say supposedly i know it is but this is what people have written it down that they've checked it and it's exactly this every time a tight mid-tempo backbeat with a quick two-verse setup with slightly clever wordplay that's a little bit bouncy a lyrical melody, but then bam, the power, big, huge chorus. So I'll play a little bit of this thing. Play this. Because I had, I didn't, I knew none of this. None of what you just said. And I created my own checklist. Really? And, yeah. I created my own checklist. Play this. People need to hear it. Truck. Driving. Well, it's called crew. There's the rural setting. Little town. Brand, a brand new, new Chevy. Chevy. But it looked... So if you go to the rest of that, you will... Find, and all these bro country songs, you will find all the... Like, it's almost like if they leave one of them off, they'll go, oh, fuck. We, we missed a bit. We didn't do the jeans. No. There you are in your Levi. They're yeah. actually name checking yeah. full yeah. brand With names. your blue Levi jeans. Yeah. Now what I'll say is when Our Wrangler I was going through this. Oh no, be Levi's. I was Levi's. Yeah, hundred percent. Now I hit play on this earlier, and I was listening through, and as it started, I said, "I fucking bet you, I know fuck all about the genre, but I know enough to be able to pick out the tropes." And I actually wrote down. I have it here. I have that voice, Jesus Christ. Right, it's the same. Yeah. It just sounds like a, they're trying, the voice sounds like a lap steel guitar, right? <laughs> so every song is about meeting a girl in a bar and we'll have lyrics that mention a particular type of American car in the country. It's exactly what I wrote. And then I listen to the song and I have little tick marks beside the shit that I nailed. Really? Like it's... Now I also wrote the- down, this is rapist music. Uh, it's all it's well he's he's going up beside a girl it's it's you shouldn't it's catcalling music isn't it really no no like, I think anybody who listens to this is probably a rapist probably a rapist yeah it's hard to there's mm. not nobody put it this way the people who listen to this music don't do this stuff I think they do man. no they do all doesn't this. exist no they do doesn't exist I've been, I all, I've been everywhere in America I'm telling you right now this does not exist they, the, people I, do not cruise around and pick up trucks after the fucking going to the, the shithole bar Beside a cornfield. I think they do. No. I really think they do. I'll have to disagree with you there. I think this is speaking to people that go, this is validating my entire boring fucking repetitive existence that I did and my fucking big brother did and my dad did and his his daddy did too. This is cunts. That sounds very fucking, that sounds harsh on fucking rural people in America but like to be honest with you. This is music for people who live in subdivisions. Well, do you want to hear, do you want to hear what Steve Earle thinks of this music? Yep. Steve Earle, and this is brilliant. It's actually, <laughs> he said, the genre was a watered down form of hip hop. Possibly, yeah. Because he says, the guys want to sing about getting fucked up, doing, like being with women, driving around. But he says, but they're just doing hip hop for people who are afraid of black people. Yep. Yep. And then he wrote underneath it, I love that new Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> That's cool. Um, this another name I would give this genre because you you've been giving your genres really good names. I'd call this Nashville Groundhog Day. Yeah, 
Yeah. I'd call this Nashville Groundhog Day and I'll tell you who fucking dipped their toner for a few quid was Nickelback with that Rockstar yes. song. And they might, they might have their funny video like sort of taking the piss over but they are still a money hungry machine they are built there. for making money so that Nickelback Rockstar song to me is not a million miles away from this stuff but I swear to God you could make a playlist of this type of bro country where it's just the same thing pick up truck and a thing. but how are people not bored of it with such a, like a strict formula how can they not go right I think we've had enough of that because country music in general has huge like okay country music does repeat its themes a lot but like, you're talking about songs like, I think it's Tammy Wynette's song about divorce and stuff like that, mm. D-I-V-O-R-C-E, you know. And then you've got songs like Amos Moses uh, from Jay Reed about, like, catching alligators. Like, it is st- stories about southern life, but it, they mix it up. But this is just, like, skinny little blonde from a backwater town. Yeah. Daddy didn't Daddy like owns her. a farm where yeah. I throw her down. Yeah. I don't care if she says no. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. What? No, I, I think I, I think the the repetitiveness and the 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 formula is the draw. You're right. It's you know what? It could be for people that go. I don't like music really. I, you know what? A lot of country music is probably far too interesting and intelligent. And some of it is quite dark as well. Oh for yeah. These people they go, man. Like I know I get people. Oh, you know what it is? That that's, that Steve Earle thing is perfect. What would you do, right? If you wanted weekend party music. As one of these people who were absolutely against hip hop, this would be what you'd have to create. Probably, yeah. You would have to create your own version of gangster rap. Yeah, look, that's, to, that's to me the kind of the midwestern or south version of gangster rap is like kind of shit kicker music, you know. But uh, this is not shit kicker kind of high tempo country. This is this is but, l- but, how to live vicariously through. A co- it's usually two lads even though it's a full yeah. band it's usually two lads um, I might say all possibly incredible musicians because a lot of the people from Nashville and a lot of people involved in country music maybe. in general have the best equipment yeah. and they are literally playing from the time they were a kid and yeah. Nashville especially has some of the best and Austin Texas will have yeah. some of the best well this would be more along the lines of Houston Texas or mm. Georgia or whatever like that but I'm jumping around here but Austin yeah, I mean, this Boston. album, this album is called like Florida State Line or something. Well, they're called Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. obviously some weirder from who yeah. knows. But um, it's kind of crazy because think about it, right? Party. Let's think. Of, let's talk about party music, right? Mm-hmm. Party music, for the most part, is either dance music. Mm-hmm. They're not going to listen to that. People from no. the country, right? Another thing is African American influenced white girl music. Yeah. So stuff like. LMFAO party rock anthem and even Justin Timberlake and stuff like that yeah. whatever they're not also not going to listen to that because they not. hate rap so much yeah. that that's influenced by hip hop they want to stay the clear it's anti-country yeah yeah. so they actually have to come up with their own party yep. music so this is Friday, Friday night, and it, because their lives are so repetitive mm. that they just have to keep writing about the same things now I say repetitive lives I mean there's a huge amount of people in that like farmers and stuff like that but they don't have to write lyrics about it. Yeah, they're happy yeah, enough yeah, to do yeah. that. They're, I'm talking about, oh Jesus Christ, bro, country. Imagine having to listen to that. Would you delete it? I would. Yes, because I would. I, would abs- I wrote down here. I would absolutely delete it because it has added nothing. Nothing. Nope. It's it, okay to have. I'm, I'm, I don't like shitting on party music, but 
this is going for years now and it's well, the this, same song it's form, it is the, the same formula song, yeah. is made, has made it the same song not just the same genre this is almost a one song genre mm. this is ACDC's back up yeah yeah, yeah it's the same thing yeah um, I I dislike it um, for the same reasons you dislike it um, first of all I have no I've no basis in it I can't I can't relate to it Right, not even a little bit. Not, not even. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't understand it. Um, I know that country and western music, not country music, but country and western music, is huge in rural communities in Ireland. As oh yeah, that's where we're from. Um, I did grow up listening to that between Dublin and Wicklow, which is kind of where I came up. Um, so I was, I did get an awful lot of that lap steely shitty. Country and Western. That type of shit. Yeah. An awful lot of that. I don't particularly like it. It's just not for me. This here is pain music. <laughs> fucking... Like, the gas thing is, if you listen to the one song, True, if you've never heard any of it, you'll go, okay, not the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, but then whatever. you put the next one on, it's the same. And it's the same. So if you were, imagine you were on the radio, like, this is taking over the radio yep. in America. Yeah. For there's this an, kind of there's stuff. entire radio stations dedicated to the style of music. Like. How, like if every song was, you eventually go, right, what about that song about the time you went for an abortion? Yeah. Just throw something in there. Like something relatable to people, people's miserable times. Oh no, that's what regular country is for. Yeah, but this is pushing regular country out a little bit and putting it out a little bit. Oh, that's broad country. I don't really want to talk anymore Garbage. about it. It's fucking Nashville Groundhog Day. That's all I can really... Do. You're living the same day over and over again. The same Friday afternoon over and over again. Going to the bar. Playing a bit of pool. I, was, I imagine a few games of pool is in there I as well. I assume so. We're slamming shots of piss whiskey. And just possibly even going to a NASCAR game in there. And Good. then driving home. Fuck oh. your goddamn mind. So that was our genres. Where we, we would have deleted most of these, by the way. Yeah, I think so. Like 80% of pointless. Reggaeton... It's pointless. Uh, the the bluegrass one is ultimately pointless. Dirt. Uh, I wouldn't delete ska, even though I fucking hate it. Yeah. So that was Dirt. our. Yeah. That's the things that should not be, or the things that the thing that should not be. Yeah. A la Metallica. Um, as always, you can get us on patreon.com forward slash lost art podcast. Uh, that's five dollars a month. Uh, we've got podcasts. Uh, you get a, you get your own Patreon delicious podcast pretty much every month. Videos, content, loads some of them are Some of them are experimental. Some of them work out real well. And some deep. of them are just... Well, well... You get stuff no one else has. Um, <laughs> you will not thing. be... You will that's not be... <laughs> yeah, you won't be alone by joining the Patreon. There's a bunch of people up there. You're fine, don't worry. You won't be the first. Um, if you don't want to do that, it's perfectly fine. Because it's a free podcast. You're getting it for free. Super. Uh, do us a favour. Share it out on Facebook. Don't That's do all. nothing at all. Do nothing. And do you know what? Don't we put a po- we put a post up on Facebook the other day saying, "Listen, we're really close to like a watershed number of uh, likes on the page." And the only reason we posted because it it's been annoying is that we're stuck on that number. It's like, literally it hasn't moved in like a month. It's, it's just, mad bothersome. Yeah, I'm like it's but just a little bit bothering did me. Did you know this fucking annoyed the tits out me? And I was going to post about it, but I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to talk about it instead. We put up a thing saying, "Listen, do us a favor, share out." the fucking link for the Facebook page or share out a podcast, tell your friends that they might be into it, whatever the fuck, right? If the amount of people who liked that post shared it, <laughs> we would have made it. But even, or else, we, we know the numbers. A lot of people listen to this. Yep. Are we embarrassing to you? I want to know that. Are we embarrassing to you guys? Would you not tell your L one about us? 
Just send in a private link to someone. Self, send a self-addressed envelope. The only reason I say that is because, like, eventually all podcasts could die. Yeah. This one never does, but we need listeners. I mean, we're happy enough doing it the way it is now, but... It it's fucking nice free. Share it out, you share pricks. Every couple of weeks, share it out. Just do us the one favour we ask for. And anyway. if, you're a, if you're a gargle mutant on the 29th of February, like you said, we are doing... Uh, the Pazuzu Lost Art Edition, so mm. we'll be we'll be DJing. That's what we do. Right. Good It'll night. be delicious. Good night.